The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. song from my iPod I like the I like having the click on I forgot to bring my laptop today what the hell is going on for the first time ever I forgot to bring my laptop with me so we're flying we're flying naked tonight guys there's no funny sound effects there's no quirky YouTube bits it's just me and my iPod uh, which is running out of battery um Big announcement coming up uh, on the show tonight. Very big announcement. It's sad. Well, it could be perceived by some as sad news, but trust me, it's great news. Um, uh, I'll go into it later on, but we are losing... um, We are losing a member of the team um, to be replaced by a a new member of the team, who I think uh, you will certainly... um, uh, have a lot more affection for than the member of the team that we're losing, who, if I'm honest, has um, has become an irritant and doesn't fit in with talk radio's um, kind of m- more masculine, male-driven agenda. More on that in a bit, dear listener, more on that. Oh, and by the way, so we've got... So loads of you have been complaining for the last six weeks... 
that the internet that if you're listening online via the app or via TuneIn or radio player that from about 11 to 1 um when the show starts really hotting up that the the internet feed um uh, fails you i i blame the um evil cabal of um duncan barks and ian collins those those two men would stupid uh, n- would sink those two men would sink to very low depths to try and steal some of my audience this is the most listened to late night radio show anywhere in the country um so if that happens uh, it it works if you go to youtube.com slash ian lee and look for the live feed you can kind of hear it there because it's it's um it's through headphones and it's so you can still hear it so if it drops out and may god bless all of you for your patience um and uh Go to youtube.com slash Ian Lee, subscribe, and uh, you will be uh, you will be absolutely fine. Let's go to Kate. Good evening, Kate. Hello, Ian. My name is Kate. I know. I, that's why I said it twice. I know you did, Jason. I'm going to... Hang on a minute. I'm going to... Okay. Hang on a minute. Um, yeah. Using my um, iPod, I'm going to find... Um, um, I haven't got it in my iPod. I was going to play the Ben Folds 5 song, Kate. Do you know that? I don't, actually, but I, I think I've heard some of his stuff. Did he do one with Rufus Wainwright? Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to say yes, yeah. but um, okay. he, but specifically he does a song called Kate. Kate! Oh, she nice. lives on an apartment on the 45th floor. She makes me go on go, and I want it some more. It's Kate! <laughs> doom, 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 yeah. doom, doom, Kate! And his boogie-woogie piano. We could have <laughs> had we could have had Ben Folds on the show a few weeks ago, but we didn't. Can I just say, right? Yeah. I had an email yesterday saying that... Kath- that um, uh, not Catherine, and I'll explain why not Catherine in a bit, but that saying that um, I have been granted an interview face-to-face, not on the phone, yeah. mm-hmm. with the biggest star ever on this show, right? Ever. And we've had members of the Beach Boys, we've had... Um, mm. We've had we've had huge stars on this show. This right, and but some people go, oh, Ian's guests. I don't like that guest. They're too obscure. They're whoa, 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 whoa. This guest, and I'm not saying who it is because I don't want Johnny Seifert mm. to steal that guest like he did with Belinda Carlisle. Outrageous. I don't want Johnny Seifert, who works here, and I use that term very loosely. He stole Belinda Car. Belinda Carlisle was coming on this show, and mm. then she did it. She went on another show. So I'm not saying the name of this guest, but trust me, yeah. everybody likes this guest. He is one of the biggest movie stars in the world, and that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I know who. I recommend who it is. Huh? What from, reckon, from, from that? Yeah, I think so. Go on, say who, and if you're right, I'm going to dump you. Do they... If you, I've never phoned you before. Yeah. <laughs> so please don't dump me, because it's just... I've really... I've never spoken on radio before. I'll keep you on the air, but if you say the name, I'll press the dump button so that only I, I hear say it. The name. No, say the but name. Can, who? I, can say I give you a clue of oh. who I think it is? Yeah, go on. Do they... Have they bought a house near Winchester? Do they live quite near Winchester? Give me another clue. Do they drink in Hartley Wintley near Fleet? In a pub. 
Give me another clue. Do they play in a band? Give me another clue. Yeah, do they... Say their name. Does it begin with a J? Um, does it... Yeah, it... It does. Mm. I should have dumped it. Have they... I didn't know that they bought a house over here. Yeah, because they drink quite near to where... Well, kind of near where I live. And I hear that they go drinking... Right, hang on a minute. Take this call off air. I'm going to come and talk to you... No, no, I'm going to come and talk to you off air. Let me just play something at random on my iPod. Um, Hang on, let me just play something completely at random. Um, I've got to go and... um, Okay, turn... um, Turn my microphone off. Okay, we can. I spoke to Kate off air, and Kate, no, it's not Johnny Depp. Okay, fine. I would no. say because Johnny Depp divides people because some people think he's um, uh, violent towards women. I don't know the ins and outs. I, I, I you know, I've, I've known people who work with him and say he's a nice guy, but but because of the stories about him, he would divide mm. people. Let me just say, the person that I am supposedly meeting later in a couple of months, everybody likes him. Everybody likes him. Okay, is he oh. is he quite funny? And does he do little sort of does he sing in a kind of odd way? And he's quite big. Right, hang on a minute. I'm going to play this song again. I'm going to come and speak to her off air again. Hang on. Okay, she's she no, you're, you're you're clutching at straws, Kate. No. Yeah. Okay. Forget it. Move on. Right. I'm ringing up Ian because I have been listening to you for a long time. Yeah. And um, in fact, I was listening to you during the Predeep era. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Remember the Predeep? Predeep. Pro- I can't do one now because I'm out can't of breath from jogging, yeah. jogging to the st- to the booth and back again. I'm out yeah. of breath. Yeah. Wow. And those are the days because I remember working from home in those days. Yeah. And you you were on late morning, oh. and you'd have a pizza delivered most days at lunchtime, and you talk about what you were having with your pizza. Do you remember those days? Hang on, uh, late morning. Was it late morning? I'm sure it was during the day. I mean, I'm, I was drinking a lot in those days, so I. <laughs> not no, I wasn't drinking in those days. No, I was. Oh, good for you. So I don't. Well, not really good for me, but have you stopped now? Yeah, long good. time ago. Good. Um, but um, I stopped and I started again, but it wasn't drinking; it was drugs. Um, yeah, but I stopped, but then I stopped again. Yeah, good. But I wasn't on late mornings, I don't... Th- LBC 2005. I was trying to remember the way home, because I've been I thinking tr- today that I need to stop you, because I'm worried about this stay on joke Ouija board stuff. 
Oh, the Ouija what? board arrived today. No, I forgot to bring it in. The Ouija yeah. board arrived today. But here's no. the thing. It's tiny, okay? It's a tiny Ouija board. I'm only going to get the ghosts of children. Oh, God. Okay, right. This is what I mean to talk about. Okay, go on. Because I've been actually quite concerned about today. I, nev- I never did. I never did um, late mornings. It, you, I did. Dr- pizza, I did drive you time. Pizza. I, well, I want to get Domino's pizza in the morning. Even I'm not that insane. And I did never... it at lunchtime. No, I wasn't on at lunchtime. I wasn't drinking in the daytime anyway. So I wasn't on uh, air in the daytime. I was on at drive time, but I don't I only got Domino's pizza like once or twice. I think you were just listening to you a talked about it a lot. You talked. I mean, mate, I like Domino's pizza as well. Oh, I so I think it. I connected with it with the pizza. I ordered um, pizza from that restaurant chain uh, the other day. My kids were over, and I forgot to add the potato wedges to my basket. So they didn't. There was no potato wedges with it. Yeah. Oh, well, what a waste of what a waste of life. Yeah, but well, the Ouija board is tiny. I'm going to bring. It... You would have done it enough to remember the wedges. I'm going to bring it in. Well, uh, no, so I was doing it. Be... I was doing it on my computer, not on the app. I'm going to bring the Ouija board in tomorrow. But honestly, it is a tiny, tiny Ouija board. I'm tempted to buy a second one and sell st- them together. Okay, right. So what I'm up about is um, spirits. Now I don't because I listen to you. Um, I have emailed you as well in the past. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. We probably don't. Bumped into you once in the shop. You, you bumped into shop. me in a shop? Yeah, in a record shop, yeah. You, thought, you oh, might remember that. No, in Tower Records in Camden. It, you think it, it wasn't Camden, it was, I think it was Tottenham Court Road. Well, but you think I was on the air in the daytime, so uh, uh, my... Yeah, exactly, you, know, you could have been anywhere. My recollection is of life is better than, than yours. Possibly, but then you had your own thing going on, so... Um, Maybe yeah, that's true, man. That's true. The yeah, little bit of the yeah. old synapses have been burned. But have yeah. you been? Did you tweet me? Re- I get confused. Did you yeah, tweet? Yeah, I did. Me? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, you okay? Not tweet. Not tweet. But I did email you, but then I got me back. But you did well. I asked specifically yeah. tweet, and you said yes. But it I was, didn't tweet you. Okay. I emailed you. Okay. And I just got a bit like, oh my god, he thinks I'm mental. But anyway, when you talk on the radio, I do often connect with it, and I think oh, I've got to contact him, and then I think actually I don't know him. Yes. But I, I think I think that's what's good about you. You do connect with people. Is that that's what you're doing, which is good, isn't it? Right. So for a long time I didn't listen to you, and I'm listening to you again. But I listened to you on my commute to work. Yeah. Which is about an hour in the car each way, and I do it three days a week. So if you added up those hours, yes, I only managed to listen to a little bit of your weekly output, but I missed quite a lot of it. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I only listened to maybe a few hours a week. Why you? But what is? What are you trying to say to me? Well, because I don't know about your sort of spiritual leanings. I don't know. Hang on a minute. Dredge is on the line. Good evening, Dredge. I've got spiritual leanings just slightly to the left. Dredge is coming to the séance <laughs> with me. The Ouija board. No, you're not doing it. Sorry. We should be coming. You know, I don't think you should be doing it. Dredge, that, I've got my mum on the phone. <laughs> you got your mum on the phone. Kate She's thinks alive. Yeah. Kate yeah, thinks yeah, yeah. that we should not be messing with a crappy little bit of wood um, that I got sent. Yeah. It's tiny, this Ouija board, no, Dredge. No, I want to talk about spirits, okay? That's what I'm bringing up about. Okay, okay? yes, yes. Okay, so I, I want to tell you... Yeah, okay, fine. You can do all those jokes. Do all the funny. jokes, Dredge, for goodness sake. Get them out of the way. Do them out of the way. All right, hang on. Get on with it. Hang on, let's, let's, let's do them and get them out of the way. Go on, Dredge. <laughs> uh, well, she said something about spirits. Yeah. So then I continued with my line, which was, I don't drink. Okay, well, hang on a minute. If we're talking <laughs> about spirits, can we try and keep this on the level? Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. I okay. think that's, uh, is that all of them? I think I think we're done, Kate. Um, yeah, go on. What's the, oh, there was another joke, wasn't there, about... 
I had no. almost spirit. Anyway, whatever. Okay, so I just I hope we can get. I just hope. Experience I just hope spirit. we can reach a happy <laughs> medium. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, there was one. On, I'm on the Tim Vine joke group on Facebook. Yeah, there was one about. Um, I got a, a small medium. I caught a small medium at large the other day. That's quite good. Oh, that is quite good, because that's the three sizes. Exactly. I asked, I I phoned up a radio show once and asked Spike Milligan what his favourite medium was, and he said, I forget her name, and now you can continue. Okay, that wasn't the, we should have, didn't need that, that's just, anyway, Kate, yes, so So you you want to come to the seance with me? I've come and I'll stop you doing it, which I'm coming on to, okay, right, because I don't know. What you're... Because I've got run up to two... Well, actually, run up to three reasons. Okay. Because well. I haven't spoken to you before, so yeah. I thought I could try and get it all out in one go. We spoke in the you're record shop. You're making up for it. You're making up for it now, though. We, rec- we didn't speak in the record shop. We, I saw you in the record shop, and then I ran away. Oh, Not I spoke away, to the I, woman in the Camden Tower yeah, Records. Yeah, exactly, it's someone else. It's someone else. Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. 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 So, um... Okay. So... Reason number three for ringing up. I'm going to get out of the way now. Okay, so this is effective, this is effectively reason number one. Then, if you're doing it first, we can do it now. I just want to get out of the way quickly. But if you're doing it one. first, then it's reason number one. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> can we go back to drive time? A drive time show because yeah, I'm. I left at seven o'clock this morning. I'm knackered. Yeah, yeah. can I say that? Yeah. Okay. Method. Well, do you know what? Um, the, the, so, Eamon, and Mum, and you, and, uh, just let me finish. Sorry. You were talking about how women, you want women to phone up. Well, that was, a, that was ages ago. That was I a, know, but I caught that show. That was like a I year think, ago. Then I went I'm on the sorry. jungle and I became a fanny magnet. Yeah. <laughs> Did I just say that word out loud? That's, ta- a word. That is, that's, that's a an awful word. word. I take that back. That was offensive. Yeah, that was offensive to I know, uh, everybody. You, you, you do that every now and then. You like I do. That. I like to see. Love. I like to see if I if I, I dare myself to say something that way. Yeah, okay. Well, I might dare myself. I, I will go back to drive but... time because Eamon stay at homes is hardly in, so I might as well just rock up and um, join the queue of people waiting to fill in for him. Yeah, I saw him at an airport the other a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, running away from his responsibilities at this radio station. Sorry, is this still reason number one? This is number. Well, it's number three, but we're calling it number one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So number two, okay. So my oh, I'm no, not number two. Hold on, so, number two. Great. Yeah, we're going to go to number two, which was originally number one, but I've moved it. Okay. Number two. So this is okay. So uh, my late great grandfather was a quasi famous spiritualist. Ooh, was he really? Yes, he was. In fact, so famous that the Beatles wrote to him during their Sergeant Pepper what's yeah, it yeah. phase. And I think my mom, one of my mum's little jokes is that she only went out with my dad, so she would meet the Beatles. Hang on, I thought you yeah. said Sgt. Pepper, but now you're saying it was Meet the Beatles. Which which album was it? Well, it wasn't the best. I'm doing. I'm album. doing. I'm doing some. I'm just doing some very very high quality Beatles jokes for uh, right. for Beatles fans. Anyway, my late great grandfather. For American Beatles. I don't get it. For American Beatles fans. In America, the Beatles had an album called Meet the Beatles. Oh, very good. Okay, yeah. But she didn't know about that. That would have added to the joke. Okay. What? Tell me about the seance! With my mum's stories, you have to take them with a pinch of salt because they're not always in the right order. So I don't know. If I look back at the year of Sergeant Pepper, it won't be the year that my mum met my dad. Okay. It's always a bit mixed up. Yes. But anyway... Um, is, this still, is this still reason number is. one? Sorry. No, number... No. Shut up, Dredge! Let the woman speak! Okay, I've nearly finished this bit. 
So he had a house in Glastonbury, quite a famous house. It's a retreat now. He made it a retreat. Made it, he turned it into a charity. It's very nice of him. And I went there to stay with my friend about 2004-ish. Yeah. Um, during my drinking days, but you weren't allowed to take alcohol into the house, which was probably a good thing. So there's no alcohol in the house. No! Um, no, and only ve- no meat. I had to take vegetarian food in. And I remember, let me just quickly tell you a story, because this is what I wanted to bring you up to talk to you about. And I, I'm always been a bit sceptical about things, but this absolutely happened. We walked into the room at the retreat house. We were on the top floor. I was looking out the window. My best friend, who cut Sophie, had come with me. She went to the loo. Looking out the window, thinking, what a sweet garden. Yes. There was a mat. There was someone. Sorry, I should say. There was somebody right behind me. Right. I could feel them. The right people on you. YouTube, if we, if we were, if this was a dem- democracy, which it isn't, people on YouTube, so get stuffed. If this was a democracy, you'd have been off like five minutes ago, Kate. It's not, though, is it? No, it's not. You want to hear, you want to hear that? I'm near you there now. Please get to the point of the call. I'm ten minutes late for the adverts. Oh, you're joking. No. Okay, so really, the next day, oh, we bumped a... into a woman yes. who I'd met a few years before there who happened to remember me. She said to me, how's your late ground? How's your, this is the important, this is the money, this is the bit, right? Stretch, shut up! Because if you keep interrupting her, then this call goes on longer and longer! <laughs> he, she said, has your late great-grandfather made himself known to you yet? I said, I don't think so, but I feel very comfortable here. She said to me, "Oh, watch out for him, because he likes to breathe on people's necks. Right. That's, that's great. Ghosts aren't real, Kate. They are. Spirits are real. Okay, thanks. And you need to be careful. Okay, thanks for your call. I haven't got to number three. Oh, okay. well, let's do it tomorrow, because that was going on forever. Dredge stay there, we'll come to you in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. the late-night alternative on Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The late-night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, uh, sad news coming up. Well, it's not sad news. It's the circle of life. Um, a member of the team is leaving. A new member is joining us. We'll get onto that a bit later on but first of all it's uh it's dredge hello so yeah i got um i was looking up online top tips for what seances. what were you looking up online what top what? tips so what are you looking what are you looking up online you dirty bugger what top tips, tips. for seances i'm so sorry top tips i do apologize top tips for seances right yeah Okay, so I've just got three here that I think okay, you know. Let's have it. You should you should bear in mind this. Honestly, this Ouija board, I should have. I didn't even open the box. Right, the box came um, from Amazon, and it was so tiny. I thought, oh god, is that the Ouija? I couldn't even be bothered to get it out. It's like um, it's like it's the size of like a Nintendo um, DS. <laughs> Who designed it? It's MB Games. Waddington's. Waddington's owned the copyright to it. Ah, oh, brilliant. Well, that's the first tip, is, like, make sure you have the right equipment. Okay, I've got a Ouija board and a planchette. There we are. Yeah. Number two, right, have everyone turn off their electronic devices. That's what it said. Yep, okay, that's happening, of course. That's that's only manners when you go into somebody's house. Well, yes. That's manners. And shoes off, please. Shoes off. It it also says you should visit the restroom before the seance. In case you cack your pants. Have you got, have you got a restroom? I've got a very I've got a restful room. Well, we could you could go in there, yeah, and rest. And and finally, no, and, this I'm is number four. You said three. You're as bad as Kate. Three. 
not. You've done four. Turn off your electrical devices, take your shoes off, and go to the restroom. That was your one, take your Shut shoes off. Shut your face. This is the most important one. Yes, sir. Don't be rude to the ghosts. <laughs> okay. I um, mean, if they have, t- if they've taken the time to come through, at least yeah. be civil. Okay. D- well, I'm d- gonna... don't, so don't, don't do anything to sc- don't, don't do anything to scare them off. Don't speak to them in the way that I speak to callers who accuse me of being a paedophile. What if a ghost accuses me of being a paedophile? Like that guy did yesterday, the obnoxious man. Well, I guess some of those ghosts, you know, can be idiots, you know, like your callers. Dredge, you're doing a show tomorrow night in London at 6.30 in Camden. I'm going to try and come, but if I don't come, don't get upset. It just means I couldn't be bothered to leave the farm. I had to, um, I had a very sad, sad day today. I had to shoot a cow. Um, you had to shoot a cow? Yes, I did, mate. Well, out of a, out of a cannon? Or... I had to, I had to shoot one of my, f- I'm now, I'm now down to, uh, 1,499 cattle. I had to shoot a cow, uh, because it went on a rampage and, um, in a post office. And so I had to shoot a cow in a post office in the village. It was bloody carnage. I'm swearing and I'm also being descriptive. So today was a hard day on the farm. It was my first really tough emotional day. I love that cow. Um, so if I don't come tomorrow at half past six, where, where is this, please? Camden Head. Okay. If I'm not there, then just get over it. Man up, Snowflake, okay? Man up. All right? I'm, I understand. Okay, I'm going to cut you off now. There we go. Let's go to Mel. Hello, Mel. Hi, Ian. Hello. Is that Mel, Mel? It, it's Mel, Mel. <laughs> Hello, Mel, Mel. How are you doing, Mel, Mel? I know, I got, I've got to declare an interest. I know Mel. I've worked with, I've worked with Mel on... What was, uh, I think, um, probably... No, it's not Mel Mel. I'm just normal Mel, I'm afraid. Well, I don't even know who you are. How dare you impersonate? <laughs> How dare you impersonate someone I... Uh, and also, you're a sucker. You should have carried that on. We, I could have done. I could have done. I, I didn't think. You sound a bit adenoidally, and she also sounds adenoidally. <laughs> That's very nice to know. Thank you. They should... Do you... you what are you, 37, 35? Oh, I'm actually 44. Shut the front door! Wow, you're old! <laughs> you're, well, then, you're, you. from my, you're, you're from my generation, and um, I would say if we were a couple of years older, we would have had our tonsils and our adenoids removed. Because they were... We would have done. That was all the rage. And I remember I was all set to get my tonsils and my adenoids removed, and, um, and then they kind of just stopped doing it. They would do it de rigueur to kids. This is the 70s. We're weird, man. It's funny you should say that. I was supposed to have mine taken out quite a few times. Yeah. But my dad was in the army, and every time they were going to take them out, we shot them. them with again. He, and he, still he got them. He dug a trench. Um, I can hear you've got them. I, I think can... he shot a cow as well. Wow. I can hear your adenoids, um, <laughs> flapping around in your nose. But this was the thing in the 70s. Everyone was going to have their adenoids. It's the same, um, People of, like, my mum's generation, sort of in their mid-60s upwards, have got the two teeth on the top of their mouths about... One, two, three, four... Uh, about the five teeth back, they're all removed. If you see someone who's in their 60s and they do a big smile, they've got two teeth missing at the side. And that was because it was like the... It was the fashion to have your teeth taken out. Lovely. The world is such a better place, despite ISIS and Trump and um, Corbyn <laughs> and all of those. But despite every effort they they do to darken this this world, it's so much better. Anyway, um, uh, Mel, what what would you like to say? 
Well, without sounding offensive, and it does sound really horrible, but I do think that you handled your first caller very well. She was a little bit boring. Wow, now come on! (laughs) (laughs) I I enjoyed Kate's call. Sorry, I am sorry. (laughs) I enjoyed Kate's call. I thought she was an excellent... It was her first call. Apparently she saw me in a record shop once. Great news. She was trying to save... She was trying to save my soul, Mel, whereas you were pretending to be someone I worked with 15 years ago. (laughs) So morally, she's in the lead. She is. She is. And I was just going to say something and now I forgot. Oh, oh. well, there you go. See, who's who's the bad caller now? Hey, listen, nice to talk to you. Thanks very much. It's appreciated. Good evening, Tom. Hi, I don't know if you remember me, Lee. No, Ian, sorry. No, no, I don't. <laughs> you don't. Okay, I'm the one that had the problem with my home and that, and I'm the ex uh, stage stage miracle guy. Hang on a minute, you had the problem with what? Oh, something at home to do with my family and that. I was either it, it was that Monday when you uh, it felt like you were having a breakdown on the on the air. It was that day, and I phoned in and uh, tried to cheer, cheer you up, but then I ended up telling you my woes. Well, tell me, remind me your woes, Tom. Um, well, uh, FIFA, there's a couple of times I phoned you up. One was to, one was to do with I think it was Keith Moon's uh, on Wikipedia on the, when someone said it was a certain date and you said the right date. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the yeah, it was the yeah, but in, exactly. In, but, but right, we, we, right, okay. Uh, and, and the next time I phoned you was a few quite a few Mondays ago when uh, you were having a bad Monday. Yeah. Uh, and I was having a bad day as well, and I. I I, and you uh, remember I said, can you and Kate, please don't, uh, you and Catherine don't fall out, please, remember? Okay, well, it's funny you should mention, Catherine, because we've got some news coming on, uh, uh, coming up uh, about how this show is, is shifting and is changing as talk radio um, becomes, um, well, the, the talk radio... Well, I, the, hope it's not, I hope it's not her, it's not, I hope it's not her. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll announce it after 11, because it's unbongoed until then, but it, it, talk right. radio, as you know, with, with, um, with Jeremy Carl and with Matthew Wright, it's becoming more testosterone-driven. Um, right. And the new the new slogan is talk radio. Get your willies out and start waving. So right. um, it's becoming it's becoming a little bit more blokey. And um, right. so we'll, okay. we'll, we'll talk about that after eleven. It's unbongoed until then, so I can't really right. discuss I, it. I, it's I good, just want to mention something. Uh, if, well, I'm, I'm, Please my mention Tom Cat. That's actually my middle name as well, Tom Cat. Right. Because uh, because of, of Catron, so I'm known as Tom Cat. Yeah. So if I phone in again, if, I hope you uh, put me down as Tom Cat. Uh, I, I just wanted to say something about the Ouija thing. Yes, if that's okay, please do. You're not don't don't do it at your home. If you if you can't if you don't have to do it at all, don't do it. Uh, but definitely don't do it in your new home. Why? Just, just don't. Trust me, don't. Well, don't do it somewhere else. But you can also be followed. It's, uh, there are things that can on, follow you come on. to your home. Here's, but don't do it in your own home, both please. You and Kate sound like. She sen- sounds great. She sounded, She's great. She sounded hot, didn't she? Yeah, she did. She, she sounded. Good. She sounded hot. And an ex, <laughs> an ex boozer. Wow, <laughs> she sounded yeah. fine. And I just like again, again, this is this is with 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 Matthew and uh, Jeremy joining the station. We're just trying to make it a little bit more more fun for blokes. So if okay, women if women cool. do come on, uh, we are allowed. We're owned by the Sun. We are allowed and they encouraged to talk about how fit they sound. She sounded cool. Fit. That's cool. Um, but you yeah. and Kate both sound like sensible people, and yet you believe. This Ouija board it's not, of, it's not a matter of believing. It's I won't say what, but it's not a matter of believing. I've known stuff that's happened. So please, if you do do it, don't do it in your place. Well, hang on. What okay? has happened? What has Just happened? Don't. What Just has don't. Because you're because you're going to. What has you're, happened? No, I can't. I can't say. What? Something happened in Cape from years and years ago in the seventies, and something happens uh, not too long ago. Well, like please, what? 
don't just just but like I can't what? say no, because say. Then people will ring in and ridicule it. You see, well, so, but, yeah. but then I'm I'm going to ridicule you, ridicule it if yeah. you don't say. Right. Okay. Uh, well, Something <laughs> happened in catering. If if. Kate Catrum, C A T E R H A M. Catrum, Catrum. Hence, hence, Tom, Tom Cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh? Yeah. Uh, there's one, if, if, if a name comes through, not in your house, if do it somewhere else if you have to do it, but right. it's uh, still bad. Do it in your house. But if a, if, if a name comes through and it's Z O, Z O, Zozo, then get out of there. Zozo. 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 Don't ever, ever say that on the Ouija board. Why? What does Zozo mean? Just, just don't. It's, 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 uh, it's demonic. Don't go there. Did, uh, did, it, did it happen to you? It, it didn't happen to me, no. It's not happened to me, but it's happened to a lot of people. OK, thanks very much for your call, Tom. Um, man up, Snowflake. Does anyone know what he's talking about? Zozo? Um, anyone, anyone? Any ideas? They, they, they sound like sensible human beings. I'll bring the Ouija board in tomorrow. Not allowed to do a seance on the air. But I'll I'll put it in front of me, and I'll put my hands on it. We'll see what happens. We won't. We'll do that. That's not. So- but it's honestly, it's tiny. It's going to be that big. Um, oh, so, uh, Zach, Dion, Simon, Alan. It's all blokes. It's a bloke. It's blokey station now. Get your willies out and wave them around. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lagged antipodeans. Good night, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Seriously, this guest that w- I have been promised, and if Johnny Seifert steals this guest, I'm actually going to murder Johnny Seifert. I'm going to murder him. He's a guy who works here. He stole Belinda Carlisle from us. Belinda Carlisle was supposed to come on the show, and then he he snuck in and did the did the dirty and did what you never do, and stole a guest from one show and got them on another show. So we didn't get Belinda Carlisle. That's Johnny Seifert. So if he still honestly, this is one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, and is unique in as much as everybody loves him. It's not John Goodman. Everybody loves him. Can't say any more. Um, we're talking oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're talking. Uh, let's go to Zoz- uh, uh, Zo- uh, Zach. Good evening. Good evening, Zach. Uh, so tomorrow. If you're you on speakerphone. No. Your phone's up. What? Put your phone near your mouth. It is. It doesn't sound like it, boy. It is. It don't sound like it, boy. It is. It'll sound like a boy. All right, then we'll carry yeah. on. But it's very difficult to hear you. Well, tomorrow is National Roller Coaster Day. No, oh, jeez, man, get a life. Roller coasters are for saddos. No, but I wanted to give you, you to give me three dares to do throughout the day. Cause I'm doing three theme parks in one day. Okay. Um, help remind me how old you are. Fourteen. Okay. Well, the first dare is out. Too young. What? Just okay. Here, I, I, I don't like dares. Dares are dumb, and roller coasters are dumb. I like um, I like feeding cattle. I like uh, I had to I had to look a cow in the eyes today in the p- local post office and shoot it point blank. So don't talk to me about dares. I've stared, I've stared a brother. I he was a brother to me that cow. I said a brother in the fact... Well, he was one of my sons, one of my 1,500 
and two sons, if you include my real sons. He was one of my sons, and I shot him in a post office. His brains went all over the um, the, the revolving the revolving card rack. All over oh, it. So, so don't talk to me about dares and roller coasters. I've sh- I shot one of my sons in the head today. All right, good night. Thanks for your call, Zach. Have a great time on National Roller Coaster Day. Don't be sick. Um, Dion, good evening, good Dion. Good evening, Ian and crew. Don't talk to the crew. Hang on, there's an there's echo. An Let me, if I move this, sometimes when I move it here, that gets... So I get rid of, of right. There's, right, there's Nico. Get, get rid of Dion and call him back, please. In the meantime, we'll go to Simon, whose lines are always excellent. Hello. Hello, Simon. Uh, I've, well, I've got some terrible, terrible results on uh, Google. I, I've just um, googled Zozo. Yes. And the very first thing that comes up is Zozo.com, which is a online shop giving away a hundred thousand pairs of free jeans. Hey. Yeah. So don't Ouija board it, man. I want to get some. Get fr- I want to get some free denims. You're going to get free denim if you if you Ouija board I it. I want free. I want denim free. Free. What is yeah. denim? Do, do they do they mine denim? Where does denim go? Because you know, here's the thing, right? And I found this out about a year ago, and I just can't get enough of this. Mm. How do they get helium? Well. I think there's the little little men that go up to the sun and take no. it from the sun. Come don't on, they? Simon. Honestly, play focus because this is going to blow your mind. Where do okay, you think on. they get helium from? Uh, uh, do you know the answer to this? Yes, I do, and it's uh, and you won't believe me when I say it. Well, please try me. They mine it. There are helium what? mines. Really? Isn't that nuts? Honestly, I swear to God, they mine. Helium. Yeah. Well, you think that's bad, right? Do you know they still mine asbestos in Canada? Um, wowzers! Those guys must be um. And and old. They sell it to India. Well, I, 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 you know, it's 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 um, if used properly, asbestos can <laughs> be. No, it can be. It's a great flame retardant. We just yeah. used it badly, and then we removed it badly, and. You know, but, mm. um, well, if they combine, um, um, anyway. All right, yes, go yeah, on. Just, just quickly, um, your, um, your incident today with your cow. Yep. Uh, going on a rampage and you having to shoot it. Yes. Sounds like a very moving experience. You're an idiot, because that was, that was horrific. That was actually horrific, so why don't you get stuffed? Uh, Dion's back. Good evening, Dion. Yeah, good evening. That better? Sorry? Hello? Is that better? Yes, it is. Yes, it's much better. Thank right, then. Yeah, you. no problem. Not a problem, though. No problem. You were saying earlier... Yes! <laughs> Take a breath. I have a nice little stretch and I'm Anyway, you were saying earlier that people are moaning they can't get you online. Yeah. At a time. Yeah. Well, tell them to flash chat twenty pound and buy a good DAB radio. Well, here's the problem, Dion. Dion, uh, talk radio needs to splash out forty pound and broadcast the DAB signal across the whole country because there are huge swathes of the United Kingdom, British Isles, where you there's you cannot pick us up on DAB. Oh right, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I yeah, didn't huge swathes. Gosh, yeah. the M. What four? T the M40, um, 
Or is it the M4? Which one? They all join together. They do all join together. They all do all join together. It's got to be the M4. Yeah, in Langley. No, which one? No, which one takes you down to um, Bath? M4. M4. Yeah, the M4. There's there's huge chunks of the M4 where you are unable, where it's illegal, to pick up uh, this radio station. Why? Because well, because we haven't got a license in certain um, counties. You need a license to broadcast uh, in counties, and uh, most stations have a a, a, um, a a countrywide license, so it's covered covers all counties. But for various political reasons, we're owned by Murdoch. Uh, there are some counties that have refused to grant a license um, in a similar way that some uh, councils refuse to screen the life of Brian. Um, yeah. So uh, there, there I'm are not some. Gonna sw- I'm not going to swallow that with radio signals. Swallow, um, but biggest dickers. You're not going to swallow it. <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Go and Google it. Absolutely true. There, there are counties. There are about uh, five counties in this fair land of ours where you cannot pick up uh, talk radio because of uh, dispute over um, uh, licensing. Anyway, what you got for us? I was just saying, listening to people through the day. A lot of people are just wound up over nothing. Oh, in it, in it though. Well, I'm, I've got a, a friend and his girlfriend staying tonight. I yes, just come mate. in my bedroom about yeah. eight o'clock. Go, why don't you go out and see if there's anything sexy going on and see if you can take part? No, you're right, mate. Come on, man. This is there, no, man. man. You got your friend and his girlfriend and staying over. Why don't you, why don't you get a few beers like a doobie and go out in there and just say, "Hey, guys, who wants to party?" So I yeah, my old. Pop down a chicken ranch as well, eh? Yeah, get some Have chicken. Get some chicken. Get everyone a horny with a bucket of chicken. Get a horny. No, I'm just, like I said, I'm nice and comfortable. First okay. time I've been this comfortable for a long time. Oh, in that case, don't bother about um, joining a horny scene. No, it's just nice. Like I say, I, I put your station on about half seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. And it, it's been great. James well, played music I've been playing most of the day. Yeah. The old blue beaten scar on it. Oh yeah, that, 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 and it that, was nice to listen to. Yeah, that music's not not very good. I don't think. Oh, I like it. Well, well you play a few tunes as well. I so. play, but I play good tunes. I play good tunes <laughs> to those, I, and I dedicate it to those that we've lost. Does James dedicate it to those that we've lost? I don't think so. I do. So my music is. Uh, is I don't know. I was I was listening to Prince Buster earlier, okay. and he's good. Uh, yeah, I, think I don't. I don't like all that. It's not like that. Yes, it is. Do you like Selector? No. No. Oh, they do the the radio song. Yeah, they did. I yeah, like the radio, radio song, but that is um cha um cha um cha um cha um cha um cha um. Yeah, well, Pauline Black, who's a singer, she's. she's about the same age as me. Okay. See, okay. not everyone's as young as she. You. She would take a few beers and a, a bucket of chicken out to her friends to try and get a, a sexy party going. <laughs> I'm quite happy enough relaxed here listening oh. to you on the radio. All right, nice one, Dean. I pre- always, always appreciate your calls, brother. Thank you. Let's go to Elmo. Good, e- good evening, Elmo. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How you doing, mate? Uh, yeah, not bad, man. Listen, I've heard that... This Have you started, ever like... French-kissed a man? Sorry, mate. I thought this was a bloke's radio, yeah? Yes, mate. But now we're getting into a horny... I French kissed a man. 
Well, I've always been curious, but like that's by the by. We we, we can't talk, talk about that. By, exactly. Bye. Bye oh, bye bye, was... guy. Anyway, yes, okay. Elmer, go on. Bro- Blokes Radio. Who's your favourite yes. favorite... bird? I. Well, as everyone knows, I've, uh, uh, Angelina Jolie has kissed me. That's a true story. Oh, my days, class. That though, is actually it? true. She kissed me and said she thought I was funny. But I would say my favourite bird of all time. Who's the Aussie sort that was going out with Tom Cruise? I don't know, but she sounds lovely. What's her name? What's N- her name, Ian? Nicole Kidman. I tell you what, I love this angle that you're taking now, mate. I, I, it's about time. Yep. That there's more bloke radio, and I'm loving every. I'm loving every minute. Of just, it. What's your favourite car, Ian? There is just no outlet at the moment for white middle class and working class blokes to say what they like when it comes to birds and machinery. Well, now it's there is. Now it's there is. You say <laughs> <laughs> we dump that. We may be blokes radio, but we're not. Come on, now we've got we've got standards. Elmo, unbelievable. Say we've got standards. Sometimes we dip those standards, and we go to Alan Caddick. Hello, Alan. He's fallen asleep. I mean, Alan, who's your favourite bird? And what's your favourite car? And what's your favourite position? Okay, that's Alan Caddick there. Um, that's Alan Caddick. We're not going to go too blokey the radio. There's, there's, there's a little, obviously, that was a satire. That was a satirical piece being acted out by myself and the potty-mouthed, foul-mouthed scumbag that is Elmer, who I'm going to, um, I'm going to hunt down. I'm going to make, um, a series of weapons using, um, things I find in my, my, my garden. Bamboo for the old uh, for the poison darts. Make I'll make the poison darts. I'll make the poison from my own um, bodily excretions. Um, I am going to um, make. Uh, um, are they called staves? Spears. I'm going to make spears, and I'm going to hunt Elmo down. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Um, 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Got some news coming up after 11. Uh, no, oh, sorry, after midnight about a member of the team who's, because it's on bongos until then, a member of the team who's leaving us. Um, and some of you, you know, crybaby snowflakes will be sad. Uh, I actually think it's for the best. She, um, they were not, they were not contributing as much as to the show as um, their their salary implied they were. If anything, they were kind of slowing the show down about a, a bit. And I, I think they were holding back the mail chat. Uh, we had less mail chat, um, less white mail chat, because we had a bird in. So um, she is, uh, they have gone, uh, When we'll, after midnight I'll announce that. I don't want to give any clues now. And then uh, on Friday, I'm really pleased to announce that on Friday we got uh, we got a new guy. I be- uh, yes, what do you want? Hello, mate. Thank you very much indeed. On Friday we got a new guy joining us. A new member of the team is joining us, and uh, I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be. Uh, this is this is what the station needs. Nearly three years. 
since Talk Radio launched, um, and it's we're still we're still in the midway through the soft launch. We're, we're about halfway through the soft launch. They didn't want to do a big thing and you know that get big posters and spend money on advertising and and put us in the newspapers and and get the hosts on TV shows to be interviewed about that. They didn't want to do that. Because uh, we do things differently here at Talk Radio. We're not going to follow the conventional rules. We're, we 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 got the rule book. Oh yeah, we got we got sent the rule book. And you know what we did? We ripped it up and we peed all over it. And then we we put it in a jiffy bag and we uh, sent it to the squares at LBC. Ian Collins. We sent it to Ian Collins at LBC, and he he opened it and he loved it. He made love to that book that was ripped up and covered in urine-soaked pages. Ian Collins made love to a torn-up rule book that had been urinated on. So we don't do things the conventional way, okay? So no big advertising splurge for us. No uh, drive-time host that comes in on a a regular basis. That's part of the fun with Eamon stay-at-homes because you just don't... You tune in to see if he's in. You don't even know if he's in. So People say my show is dangerous. His show is more dangerous because you don't even know if he's going to rock up or not. Um, and he is taking the whole Jeopardy thing to, a, a, to a, a, a bold new level that I couldn't even dream of. And um, uh, with Matthew Wright and Jeremy Kyle being signed up to the station, it's great news. More white, uh, middle-aged, middle-class guys coming in, guys. And I can imagine that we're probably going to have a few camping trips, a few fishing trips, um, a few beers, a few PlayStation sessions, get get together and with the old PlayStation. Um, so it's going to be it's a great it's a great direction. And um, so we sacrificed a member of the team, and that's fine. I'm cool with that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Get your willies out and wave them all about. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Jump in my car. Jump in my car 
jump in my car It's way too far to walk on your own Men made by men. Yes, man. The Hoff. Don't hassle the Hoff. That's his name. Don't David Hasselhoff. Don't hassle the Hoff. Don't hassle Hoff. Don't uh, David the Hasselhoff. Don't hassle him though, um, because he'll, he will he will punch you. Uh, Colin. Hello, Colin. Surprisingly, this isn't the worst call we've had so far tonight. Hello, Colin. I'm not talking on air, you idiot. Yeah, you're on air, you idiot. You phoned in a phone-in radio show, you idiot. So you're coming on air. What do you want? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You literally are now, you knobber. You're the idiot. You're the one that's phoned up and you're on air. I'm not talking to him. You are talking to him now. I'm not. Yes, you are. No. Well, when you say words like then, then you are. So who's the idiot now? There's you. You sire. Stupid sire. Listen to you sighing. Who sighs? Who sighs in 2018? Nobody sighs. You're sighing and you're snuffling. And you're breathing like a criminal. You stupid div. You stupid div. Okay, man, thanks for your call. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Gatford. Hello, Gatford. All right there, mate. Um, Je- Gemma Atkinson and a Ford Escort. Yeah, sorry, mate. We're trying to make the show a bit more blokish and a bit more laddish, and you just sound like a bell end. Thanks for calling. Um, speaking of which, Ken. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Ken. <laughs> do you know what ken i'm not in the mood to let you spoil your uh to to i'm not in the mood to let you spread your right-wing um homophobic anti-islamic anti-semitic bile tonight so thanks for calling i don't want there we go <laughs> a hate-filled man that is Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. apropos well done um uh, hayley for not reminding me of what tonight's phoning topic was supposed to be where did your dad hide his jazz mags? That was what we discussed last night when Paul Ross came in. 0344 
Honestly, this, the new direction of this station is going to blow your freaking minds. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call, where did your dad hide his jazz? My dad had two hiding places when I was younger. It was in his wardrobe, under his shoes. Not, not actually, not actually that well hidden. I remember finding it at the age of eight and thinking, I don't know what this is. It's a little bit scary, but I kind of like it. Um, oh, by the way, my sister Joe, don't listen to this bit. And then when I was a bit older, he had them hidden in a briefcase in a wardrobe. Um, and I was one of those kind of kids that that would just would just go through everything so you can't hide that shiz man oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call uh no <laughs> the number of names that flash up on the screen that say block from ian lee show there's a lot of them um because you know we just we just decided that um life was too short for I mean, you heard some of the hate last night. This, this guy phoning up, accusing me of being a paedophile because I talk about sex. Oh yeah, there's a story about sex in the papers. Actually, it's, um... I'm the bonking. Oh oh, okay. I'm the bonking of the castle. I'm the king. I'm the bonking of the castle. Two um, two couples had an outdoor orgy. Wow! I'm not a fan of outdoor sex. I've only have had sex outdoors once, and it was in, it was in someone's back garden. It was the lady's back garden. Um, it was the lady's back garden. It wasn't just random back garden. And it was raining, and we were stood up. And I just went, "Do you know what? I'm getting quite wet. Can we go inside?" Whereas, um, what's-her-face who used to work here? She was outside at it all the time. Two couples had an outdoor orgy. Oh, I'm good. Do you know what? I'm... Um, Gary, I thought we'd agreed that you coming on this show was not a great idea. Well, I thought I'd be unbanned by now. No, I was going to talk about... No, a band... Right, or your dad's porn magazine. Right, t- t- right, well, this is, um, this is why you're banned. Turn your radio off. Huh? You see? Oh, radio's off. Oh, sorry. Right, well, it's not because I can hear it in the background. This is why you're banned, Gary, because yeah. you're an idiot. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, you are an idiot. You are an idiot because you thought a ban would be finished by now. Um, and you, you uh, lied to me and said the radio was off when it was on. It was, it was, it was, eBay it was on, on. We could on. hear it. YouTube. We're on YouTube. Well, that's the same thing. I don't know what you're broadcast, what you're listening to, but you had it on, you absolute pudding. Gary, you're banned. Right. I don't want you calling my get, show. I don't want you personal. infecting, I don't want you infecting my listeners with, um, with your simplicity. Right. Thanks for calling. But, but I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to um, let's go to Mike. Mike. Mike, why did you shorten the name from Michael? Because you are an idiot, you little beggar. Look at the cover on the left. Look at me. Sorry. Don't talk about the Islamic, yeah. Okay. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you, you. Doing, why are you doing? a funny voice? 
Yes, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you some listen, innit? Okay, well, thanks for calling, Mike. I really appreciate it. Is everyone a knob? Can I ask you a question, dear listener? When I get calls like that, there's obviously someone doing a piece, someone doing a funny piece. Do you, old me would have engaged with them. New me doesn't have the patience to engage with them. Now, as we've established already tonight, this show is uh, a dictatorship. It is not a democracy. But I'm, I'm just curious to know what you think. Would you rather I allowed callers like that last idiot to stay on a bit longer? Or are you happy with the Swift? Which do you find funnier? I guess I'm asking. Which do you find funnier? The the Swift shouty... Let's come out of character for a second. This is... Hi. This is me. This is the real Ian Lee. This is the guy that is a father of two beautiful boys. Um, this is the non-performing Ian Lee. This is the guy that was um, was struggling today to uh, was went and picked up a bookcase that I bought on eBay for thirty two pounds and met a guy called Ken who had a man in a van and um, brought him on. Uh, so this is the real guy. This is the guy that lives on a farm. So this is the real me. Okay, for a second, we'll go back into the radio host shock jock character in a second. Okay, this is the real me. So let's just talk. Okay, let's just talk. Forget, forget all the gimmicks. Forget the the sound effects, the lasers. The forget all of that. I'm just going to talk. Okay. So, do you prefer um, me indulging the um, callers that are idiots like that last guy, Mike? I think his name was the name that he said. Um, I detected there was not going to be much comic value in someone doing a funny, you know. Pakistani voice, and I detected that. But would you rather I engage them or let them do their spiel? Do you want to hear their act, or do you prefer it when I do this? What do you want, you idiot? Got it. Get off my radio show. So, which of those two styles do you do you want? Genuinely curious, because I don't know. The short shrift is an evolution. Um, in performance for me. So, um, so I don't know. Um, 0344-499-1000. Uh, when we come back from the break, I'll be back in character. This is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000. Seems you want a mix of me indulging and, and indulging idiots who call in and swiftly cutting them off. I just think when someone's going, oh dear, I don't know what to... When someone's doing that voice, where, 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 you know, when someone's being slightly racist, or as we used to say in the 80s, slightly racialist, um, where is there... To, there's nowhere to go with that. There's nowhere to go. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine on thousand is the total. Well, let's okay. Let's try it. Let's let's try it. Um, hello, line one. You're on the wireless. <laughs> Sounds like someone masturbating inside a box, doesn't it? Really. 
Thank you very much indeed. And if you missed that great joke, I'll tell you again, it sounded like someone masturbating inside a box. Two couples had... I'm, I'm the bong king of the castle! Two couples had an outdoor orgy on a picnic blanket. A picnic blanket? In full view of passers-by in the grounds of Cardiff Castle. The group shocked families enjoying the city centre park with their 5pm romp. You're, you're, okay, it appears I need to remind everybody who's banned that they're still banned. You're banned, Wasim. Get over yourself, Ian. There you go, you see? That's why. That's why you're banned. That's why you're banned, because you're a nasty piece of work. Get over yourself, Ian. You're the one that's obsessed me. You're the one that's now going to email me and going to tweet me. I think you blocked you on Twitter. And you, you, so you get over yourself. You, you get over yourself. I'm over me. You get over yourself, man. Sticks and stones. The group shocked. By the way, he's called about um, uh, five, six, seven, eight, eight times tonight. He's popped up on the screen. Pops up for a second and puts the phone down. The group shocked families enjoying the city centre park with their 5pm romp. A romp at 5pm? Wow! A romp! I've not had a romp for ages! I'm going to go on grind. I'm going to go on Tinder tonight and romp! Romping! Imagine if you were on Tinder and then... If you swipe past someone, can you swipe back to them? Because, you know, so I guess I, I've not been on Tinder... So, which way is to get rid of and which way is to keep, Hayley? Oh, don't, come on, you're young, you're young. You're married, I know, but you're still a young woman with needs. Come on! I'm going to assume you swipe, I would, in my mind, I would swipe left for no and right for yes. But if you, because you get into the swipe, 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 swipe. Oh, no, that one was fit. Can you go back and unswipe? But imagine if you're on there and you swipe, and you're a lady, right, looking for a guy. You swipe, 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 swipe. Hang on a minute. Can I let me swipe back? That's the guy from the jungle. He's fit. One witness was walking home from work when she saw the scene. She said, I was walking past and saw two couples enjoying a picnic. Supposed to be a yogi bear. Picnic bear. I can't do it. It looked as though one of the women was scratching her crotch. Scrotching. Then I looked a little closer and realised what she was actually doing. Now, in this picture, I think the woman is naked. It's a picture taken from a long way away. But I, think they're ne- I think they're naked. The onlooker said she then saw a man exposing his manhood. That's his penis. And another woman engaging in what appeared to be sexual activity with another female in the group. She added, it then clicked that something strange was going on. And listen to this. She's just as guilty, if not guiltier, than these um, uh, people who are just expressing their love in a physical form. The woman watching is the real pervert. Listen to this. I felt like a rabbit in the headlights. 
I was frozen and couldn't stop looking. Oh, a voyeur. That's what we got here, guys. A voyeur. Dirty. That's work. These people, it's just like three three women, three chicks and a guy. Very much in love. I learned that the words, uh, learned last week, the word for when you get one guy and two girls. You know what that's called? It's called, a, it's called, it's not a menage a trois anymore because we're coming out of Europe, so we can't use French words. It's called a thruple. Three, three couple. That should really be six people, but it's called a thruple. And it's always one, this is the thing, right? And it's becoming quite trendy, thruples, right? And this is the thing. It's always one guy and two girls. It's always one guy, two girls. It's never one girl and two guys. Right? Which just seems to me, it seems to be a little bit unfair. It seems like it's always weighted in favour of the bloke. I know we're blokes radio, but I still, I've still, you know, got my credentials. I still care for women. Love women. And it's, see, it's incredibly weighted in favour of the guy. So the guy's got two chicks. And if he's lucky, the two chicks might be making out with each other. Well, hang on. Why can't it be a woman with two guys? And also, we're having this conversation. Let's have it. So most men will say their fantasy is to have two girls. Two girls. I, I have not done it. I think it would be a faff. I'd be worried that one of them was feeling left out. It would be, this is why I don't have parties. This is like a micro party. I don't have parties because I'm worried is everyone having a good time? What if they don't get on? So I couldn't do a threesome. But, um, uh, but, uh, well, sorry, I just got lost in, um, my thoughts then. Oh, yeah. So, so most men will say, oh, I'd like, I really like a threesome. I really like two girls getting it on with each other. And then pleasuring me, right? Okay, all right, fine, fair enough. Okay, I get it, because you know, visually, that's very stimulating. It's like you like naked girls, well, then you got you got double, right? But does it work for women as well? I I can't imagine many women saying, "Well, yeah, I'd like two guys, and I'd like them to be getting it on." Do you know what I mean? No, so. Why is it that for men, a big thing is watching two women get it on? But for this is a genuine question. I've often thought about it massively. I'm not going into great depth about it, but I've certainly considered it. So men like the idea of two chicks getting it on, right? And quite often, pornography made for men is involves chicks getting it on. Okay, it's cool. Fair enough. But it doesn't seem, and I know that women aren't generally, you know, the pornography thing because they're not as visually stimulated as the men. Men are more visually stimulated and women are more in the mind. I get all that. But but women don't, it doesn't work the other way that they want to see two guys, you know, kissing and licking and sucking. And you don't want, they don't want to see that. I, I just wondered, I just wondered why and, and, and what we can do to correct um, female homophobia. Because that's what it is. Girls is homophobic, whereas guys. Um, I felt like a rabbit in headlights. I was frozen and couldn't stop looking, said the dirty voyeur. I looked around and one or two other people were taking photos. Here we go. Listen, I took a cheeky snap, she says. Dirty woman. 
because I knew people wouldn't believe me. Oh, yeah. I told you once, and it is getting a bit laddish, I'm going to reel it in after this story, OK? 0344 Um Once I was driving through central London, and it was just off Tottenham Court Road. There was this kind of little... Where was it? Sort of near Baker Street, I think. Anyway, and there's this little sort of alleyway you have to go through. You're driving through. And I saw a bloke, an older bloke, with a very expensive camera with a big lens. And a much younger woman with big hair, big fur coat on, and she had red high heel shoes and red stockings. And they were sort of looking furtively round. And I thought, I recognise this scene. I've seen this scene hundreds of times before i know exactly what's going on here so i kind of held back and i was right she whipped her coat off nothing underneath just stockings and and suzzies and he was taking pictures so then i did the decent thing is i beat them and gave them the thumbs up and then she tried to get in my car oh no 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 having none of that um yes anonymous caller hello yes I made £2,000 today. Did you, John? Yep. I sold our... Why have you come on and not given your name? Um, I I said John. She told me. Hayley, you've not put John on the screen. What the hell is going on tonight? What the hell is going on? He's not on Skype. There's a phone number there. Why? You are as bad as what's-her-face who used to work here. Yes, John. Yeah, so yeah. I sold our, like, seven, eight conversations for two grand. Okay. Because uh, that guy thinks that one day you're going you're gonna to be worth a lot of money to listen to. Who, who, so, you sold what? Uh, you sold the tape recordings of our conversations, which are freely yeah. available online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, 2,000 pounds. Who, who did you sell it to? A friend, a friend. I told him you're on your way down, but he thinks you're on your way up. And well, there's that darkness again, John. Now, I know that you're doing a joke, but your jokes always come with a, with a bit of darkness, don't they? Why don't you inject some light into your life? I, I, I love so much to listen to you. Sorry? And, um, I, it's hard that, to hear that, you because you, it sounds like you've got a sausage in your mouth or something. Just, just no, 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 no. Yes, 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 um, yes, 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 yes. I can, we connect. Okay. Uh, one more thing, one more thing. No, do you know what? Today. If you've just, here's the thing, John. If you've just phoned up and been rude to me, why would I want to hear your second point? I wasn't rude. Come on, you can take more than that. Well, no, but I, I can, but why, I can, oh, I can, here we go. Now we've got an interesting thing. I can take more than that, but why should I? Why should I be oh, we're your... on the way down? We're not going to be always, you know. I'm why should way. I be your? Why we're should I? Your... We are why... on our way be... down. Okay. Why should I be your your punch bag? What what what, what gives you're you the right? Come on. What gives you the right to phone up and be rude to me? I'm not rude to you. Well, you just you just were. If you if you you yeah, know that you, you just if were. If you listen to our tapes, yeah, you'll see who's rude to who. I don't. I don't. Well, no, you're the guy that Very said it was kind. okay to kill to kill um, men in wheelchairs who were protesting against. Um, 
uh, an embassy. So you're, you're kind yeah, of the mean no, guy. No, no, I never, I never said it. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. We remember day. that call. We remember that call. There was in the news the next day that fifty Hamas members were killed. No, so but you said it was, was okay. Right. You said it was okay was for right. a man. In the, right. No, no, no. It's you said you right. said it was okay when questions. When hello, John. John, when I'm talking, they can't hear you because of the way the software works. It dips your voice. You said it was okay that a man in a wheelchair had been murdered by the Israeli police. You said that was okay. No. That's I fine. Mean, you s- you that. said that the people that. who took him in the wheelchair were to blame. Everybody can go back to the tape. The no one's the, no one's got tapes of it. No one has tapes well, anymore. Widely available on the on the okay, internet. John. But you're just a very dark soul. No, 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 no. I'm not. Listen. Here's the thing. Right. right? Here's the thing. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm not going to let you do a second point because no, no, you've, no, you've come. No, yeah. sh- shut come your face. On. Shut your mouth. You've, okay. I'm not going to let you do a second point because you've just come on. And you've just been rude to me, and you think it's okay Fine. to be yeah. rude to me because for what? Because it's funny. You. you are. You, you were. I want to clarify. I was never rude to you. Well, you. You were in the first two minutes of this phone call. If you want to go back and listen to the tapes, I said you're on your way down. So am I. Everybody's on the way down. Come on. Well, that's not. That's not rude. It's, it's, a fact. it's reality. No, no, it's it, but it, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't the intention. Of, you didn't say, "Hey, uh, everybody's on their way down." You said, "You're on your way down," and, and oh, that was delivered on. in a in a rude oh, way. Ian, Maybe it's just Ian, the tone of your on. voice, but you 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 no, you have a very no. dark soul about no, you. No, don't blame other people. You're a bit you're a bit weak, and that's, that's not it. and that's not rude. Saying I'm weak. No. I'm weak and also different. No, 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 no. Here's the thing, John. That's the second time you've used that as a defence, and you can't. You can't accuse somebody of being something, and then when they question it, go, oh, no, no, I meant we're all like that. You can't do that. When you specifically address one person with an accusation, then that is the accusation that is focused upon. You then can't pull back and say everyone is. For the record, for the record, I was not meant to be... Meaning to be rude to you. Well, here's All the I thing. Said, for the record, for the record, way down. for the record, it's true. there we go. It's a fact. There we go. For the record, it was rude. And for the record, a lot of the things you say are rude. So I think you need to reconsider some of the things you say and the way that you say them. I think that's what you need to do, John. I think the problem, um, and I know it's not me because I've done a lot of work on me, but I think the problem lies with you. That you hate yourself yeah. so much that you attack everybody who's who's more intelligent and more attractive than you. That's what you're doing with me. Yeah, more intelligent, better. No, but more attractive, definitely. You're more attractive than me. That's sure. Okay, I always come away from your phone calls feeling a bit icky. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you would have known you know the most the best person to be with. Um, seriously, I always I don't know, respond to I don't the thing I said. We're having we're body. having a conversation, and you've also been rude about the the girl that used to work here. But um, I always come away from from the conversation. Well, when I said that when I said she woke up, why was that rude? Come on. Okay, I always come away from your conversations just bit feeling a, feeling a little bit icky. Curious. Feeling what? Curious. Furious? Oh, God, no. No, not... Curious. 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 No, 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 not curious either. As soon as our calls are over, in fact, normally about a couple of minutes before the calls are over, I've forgotten about you and and moved on to the next thought because you you, you bear literally no weight in my life. But I just... I I, I do feel a little bit icky because there's a very, very dark vibe about you, John. Mm. Go, go, go. Take it further. Come on. You can do it. Come on. 
Go on. No, because unlike you, my intention is not to hurt or, or to upset. My intention is to hold up a mirror to you. And the mirror is, mm. the mirror, if you look in it, um, mm. if you look in it, the mirror, instead of trying to look over it, the guy that's holding the mirror, look in the mirror. The mirror is showing that you've got a very dark soul and that you could be so much happier and could bring so much happiness to the lives of those around you. If you started, if you started, if you started to work on that darkness, if you started to work, you're a very rude man. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish the sentence. Uh, If you, um, you could bring a lot of happiness to those around you. If Mm -hmm. you started to work on that darkness and trying to replace it with light. And I give that to you free, John, that is free. Um, uh, free suggestion that I I really hope you follow because it will make your life better. I speak for all the weak people you offend, so I'm on their side. Wow. I Hang can't on. be on your side. Wow. So the people that I offend are weak? Yeah. God, a lot that's of them a, are crying. That's a so damning. That's a damning. You apologized on here. That's a so, uh, that's a damning, sweeping statement that the people I offend are no, weak. How rude of you. I speak for the weak. No, you don't. I speak for the weak. Well, no, you don't for because the they're not. For the weak and vulnerable. Okay, well, I'm, I don't think I don't think you do because you're calling people who are offended weak. That's not a sign of weakness. No, people can't stick up to you, you know. Okay, you're, um, you're I'm bored now, John. I'm bored now, John. Thanks for calling. Oh, yeah. Appreciate the call. Yeah, let's have a little bit of Nigel. Um, the witness said they. Uh, I, I took a cheeky snap because I knew people wouldn't believe me. Um, the witness said they looked for a cop to report last Friday's incident as there were plenty of children around. She added, as I made my way back to the car for the second time, I had another look. (laughs) This time they were having full on sex. Doggy, anal, golden shower. She's listed everything. South Wales police said the vulnerable foursome aged between 33 and 44 had been dealt with. This was Chief Inspector Ian Randell said clearly this was inappropriate and un- unacceptable behaviour. Anti-social behaviour referrals were submitted. Um, 03444991000. Good evening, Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Good evening. Hey, man, how you doing? Oh, uh, I'm not too bad, thanks. How's how's um, everything going after well, the sad I loss of your mum? I um, death certificate today. Aye, aye, aye. How, yeah, how did that I, I, the, the, um, the warden lady came round about four o'clock, spent a couple of hours there. So, so everything is half sorted at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I've got, I've got to get my national insurance number. It's being sent, so I've lost it, so it's being sent by the authorities to my house tomorrow. I um because I used to sign on for so yeah. long. I know my national insurance number off I, by heart. I, I, I and did it's have great. it written down, but yeah. I, everything's got lost in. Oh, in it's past. it's great knowing it because whenever you go somewhere, they say, "I don't mm. suppose you know your national insurance number." I go, "Yes, I do. Let me write yeah. it down for you." So so once I get that, so I've got to, uh, but I, I've got to register on Monday. Uh, I've got a set three thirty on Monday, Maystone. Register the death certificate and get a few copies done with the photocopier. Yeah. Uh, so that 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 Dawn, who's helping me, can send one off to the authorities to help me get um, some reduction in the um, funeral costs. Yeah. And uh, also to the council, so that I can have the house in my name. 
So there's two things going on because a house has got to be. I've got to sign my name. So I've got to be signed. Uh, I've got to be the, the occupant of the house. You were saying. Yes. Okay. So that's a bit. So I've got two things going on. What that's are you going to do with the house? Are you going to turn it into uh, a musical emporium? <laughs> no. That would be great. This could be your um, studio. Oh, of course, yeah, but I've got two drum kits. I've got a drum kit in each room anyway. Well, get another in each room. Yeah. Two drum kits in each room, Adamant style. I could set it up also in the Gary front Glitter room, style. couldn't I, as a studio? Yes, yes, yeah. But not while they come in here, because they need the space to do all their paperwork. Yes. Um, so, um, it's it sort of half-sorted. Once, once we get, once I send the, um, the document of, uh, the death certificate off to the various places. Yes. I can work out the time of the funeral. Okay. okay. Uh, so it's one one day at a time, really. I I I would. Would you like to sing a Miley Cyrus? I want, no, I want you to do song? the song, uh, the Carrie Fergus song, which you haven't recorded before. The oh. last one was "I Miss You," wasn't it? We did. On the Carrot the Fergus song is a bit. Uh, it's a. Oh. It's, it's a bit. What was the one you suggested? A Mi- would you like to do a Miley Cyrus song as a tribute? Well, the one I did before, I Missed You. Yeah, that was nice, man. But it's in the front room, and I have to get it and set it up if you want that one. Yeah, well, we can go to the adverts and then come back to you. Yeah, yeah can I just say, um, I've been watching Daniel Craig in Aliens and Cowboys, that film. <laughs> That's a great film, isn't it? Have you seen it? No, it was a terrible film! I couldn't get oh. 20 minutes into it! It was a stinker! Didn't you like the way he was acting, then? Grown Up, starring Adam Sandler, was better than that! Mm. Well, I'd never seen it before. It was quite entertaining, I thought. Well, I think you're wrong. Nigel, stay there. We'll get a Miley Cyrus song in memory of your mum who passed away a couple of weeks in just a, sh- a few short moments. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Um, well, well, David Hassoff again. Um, exciting news that's unbongoed until midnight about the future of the station and the, and, and the future of this show and the direction this show is going to move. Uh, we lose a member of the team. Uh, I use the word, you know, team loosely. Um, and, um, we get, we get, we get a new, we get, we get an actual team player coming in to join us, which is going to be great. Um, and it's really just going to take this show, I think, to the next level. We're, we're, we're kind of on level three. I think this is going to take us to level four. Um, Nigel! Oh, hi, Ian. All right. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. You sound surprised that I'm to be speaking to me. We were speaking literally two minutes ago. Yeah. Here we go. Um, I was going to say, I'm, um, I'm heartbroken about mum. You know, I sit there thinking about, uh, you know, yeah. after the film, and I, I really am heartbroken. Of course you are. Everything. Your mum passed away only yeah. only a matter of days ago, and it's going to take quite a long time. Well, no, it's a week. It's just over a week it's just now, over a week. It's going to take quite a long time. And I, but I um, can't, I know the number of people that were so touched by your musical yeah. tributes to her, and yeah. was she a fan of Miley Cyrus? I think so, yeah. Okay. I've got another, I was, I've got some more films on my Facebook of her opening her presents last Christmas. Uh, which is great that I did. Okay, well that's that's it, you know it's, a, it's quite long actually. It's about five, ten minutes long. I mean, so. well that's that's certainly something to treasure. And she's nicely it? dressed up in a nice nice jacket, and she looks well. You okay, know. well that's that's. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, I meant to say it says on the on the document she had septicemia. Oh, that's blood poisoning, isn't it? Yeah, and her kidneys, and also infected bed sores. <laughs> oh mate. <laughs> 
Oh, I know, I know. It's so sad for her. I, I feel so sorry for her. It, it, you know, I'd rather, if I die, I'd rather be, sort of go quickly and not oh. suffer with all that trouble, you know. Yeah. She did, she did suffer for seven weeks. Yeah, she was very poorly. She was, but, uh, uh, yeah, for seven weeks. Well, I'm very sorry for your loss. I know, I know. Would you like sad. to sing a Miley um, Cyrus I, song I really, as a tribute to her? Do you think that would yeah, lift your spirit? Another tribute. I, w- I won't keep doing tribute songs, though. This will be the last one until maybe she, until she's buried. All right, then. Okay. Uh, which would be, probably be about a month from now. From now. Um, okay. Yeah. So I let's think ha- you're okay until you start talking yeah. about things. Well, let's, let's have the song then, Nigel. Let's I'll, try and, do, I'll hold, try and hold myself together. You, you um, do it. Yeah, here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, I'm only going to um, harmonise with Miley, okay? Okay. I don't know... I, I'm going to harmonise anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. I need you to know 
Remember, but it's be- it's mm-hmm. beautifully done, and I'm sure your mum mm-hmm. is digging that somewhere. Thank you. Did Thank- you get it all? We Did got it. We got it all, Nigel. It Thank a, you. It's a lovely Thank song. You, yeah. Thank you, mate. You take care, fella. Um, it's sad, but anyway, never right. mind. You take care, fella. Thank you very much for the call. It's much appreciated. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. I'm trying to sound okay. You sound uh, much easier to understand you than it was yesterday. I've slowed down a bit. Slow down, you're moving too fast. I don't move fast. You gotta kick our funkle up the ass. I've got one gear. One gear. That's all we need. One night. Hey, no, I just got some toy factory's finances. Is that what? Hey, no, I just got some toy factory's finances. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if Nigel does have, um... I don't want, I don't want people well, he said that the council's coming round to sign the flat over to him, um, and, or the house, coming over to the flat or house, um, and that they're going to help him with his benefits, but yeah, you do have to wonder about someone who is obviously... Vulnerable. Vulnerable, that's exactly the right word. You do have to wonder about someone who is vulnerable, um, yeah, how yeah, they're going to get on. Are you threatening him? No, I'm telling some bad people out there. You threat? You th- why are you threatening Nigel, Jerry? I That's a bit I dark, mate. I don't threaten Nigel. Oh, <laughs> I once actually had a conversation when I upset Dwayne Chambers by phoning up BBC Five Live and calling him a drugs cheat. Uh, um, and it got very messy. It was, a, it was a prank phone call. It was a little bit of fun. Got very messy. I had to phone up the head of Five Live and apologise. But I also, I had to speak to um, Dwayne's agent. And his agent said, uh, I I see on your website that you're doing a stand-up show in a couple of weeks. Well, I know that Dwayne and ten of his mates would like to come and see you. And I laughed. I said... Are you threatening me? And he was threatening me. He said, are you threatening me? And he went, me? No, why would I threaten you? And I just burst out laughing, A, because I was terrified, and B, because it was so, you know, like pantomime villain nonsense, silly sausage that he was. No, I, uh, I, uh, no, he didn't turn up. Of course he didn't turn up. Of course he didn't turn up. No one turned up. Make sure they got tickets. Yeah. Well, it's, hey, listen, if they're paying, um, then I'm playing. Yeah. Tell me about last night. You're sounding all right. You got nothing you got, to... You got the studio. You're in the studio. I've got the glass tonight, so it's a bit better mood. There's, um... I'm in a much better mood than yesterday. But no, there's, uh... You've got no need to apologise, man. The Parkinson's was, uh... Was working its evil magic last night, and I was struggling to, um... Past 24 hours, it's been a bastard. Well... Why? Any any reason? I don't know. It's just 
going really hard at the moment. Is it, um... Uh, I'm hoping it's not progressing. Well, this is what I was going to say. Is It is a progressive illness, isn't it? Is I've it? 18 years now. Hey, yeah, yeah. You're, well, hang on, what, are, you, you're, are you 44? 46. 46. All right, I knew you, I, I thought you were one year younger. Started one year. Into, it started out in 2000. Um, so hang on, I'm trying, so you were 28. Yeah. Hey, 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 man. Just finished university. Let's... Yeah, final year university, actually. What's, uh, what's the prognosis, man? Where's, where's it, where, what, what's going to happen? It's not good, it's just going to deteriorate and get even worse. Oh, mate. Oh, try, try and stay happy, but it's hard at the moment. I don't know how you could. I don't know how you would stay happy in a situation. Oh, Jerry, what's this with the uh, F-bomb? Sorry, sorry. Wowzers! Okay. I've had Elmo dropping an F-bomb, we got Jerry dropping an F-bomb. Apologies to the people on YouTube. Oh, uh, but it didn't go out on the radio, so it's fine. Don't give us any more of those, though, because I will have to let you That's all right, man. I, I get it. I get it. It's coming from a place of passion, but, you know. Um, yeah, it's a difficult disease to live with. I know Paul Gray, who have a happy face, but it's hard to live with. Can't move off the time. Just, well, you saw me at the show. Manchester is just... Oh, well, you started off shaking all over the place, and then you froze, and then yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah, there was an when they were coming in. Yeah. And I just froze, and come, as soon as it's show finished, come back around again. Back into... And well, how do you get by every day? Because I couldn't. I just like life. Well, even when it, even when you you got that, even when you're my age and you're living in a care home and you you can't, you know, some days you can't speak. Yeah, it's got me all speaking just sort of like a statue. It's awful. Just go on with it. Got oh, to. Mm, yeah. You're, well, I I I, I was going to say something, but it would have sounded patronising, so I'm not going to say it. Go on. What were you going to say? Um, uh, you're an inspiration. I try to be. Mm-hmm. Try, try to be. Everybody else has got a disease. Just fight it. I wouldn't. And I've. I, and I'm from having. You know, obviously, my mum's got MS, and it's. It, there are similarities. Um, but I, 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 I look at her, and I think if that was me, I would kill myself without a shadow of a doubt. I would. I would not. And I've said to my. Well, I said to my my soon to be ex wife. Uh, maybe I didn't say it to her. I've certainly said it to my sister. Look, if I ever get like that, or it looks like I'm getting like that, I'm I'm checking out, and I need you to. Um... I think you adapt. I feel say that, but I think you adapt. Ray, Ray, do me a favour. Get stuffed. Ray, Ray, pulling me up for judge. Get get stuffed, Ray. Hey, there's a good lad. Of course, I told him off for you using that word because there are rules, you idiot. Everyone's Ray. everyone's a, everyone's a judge. What's he saying? Jerry talks honestly. He once said his medication makes him, and then he's put a word that I can't use. Ian told him off for using that word. Because it's a word you can't say on the radio. It's a naughty word. I must make words easy. So get over yourself, Ray. Crying out loud. Raymond, chill out. Chill out, Ray. Go and smoke a doobie. I want to have a doobie. Um, but yeah, I would uh, not say, uh, you know, I was judging your situation. I'm, I'm, I'm going totally by my mum's situation. If I got like that. I'd be done. I would. I would. I would be checking out. But if I was in her situation now, I wouldn't be able to check out because I wouldn't be able to do it because I'd be too ill to do it. That's a problem. You don't know, don't know how, how far it's going to go. Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. It's tough, man. 
Um, do you ever think about it? you ever think about topping yourself? Never. Honestly, never. I've got, got upset, of course. Yeah. So why me? So I just keep on going. Fighting. Um, well, it's always a pleasure to get your phone calls, Jerry, and it was nice to see you in Manchester a couple of weeks ago, and, um, you know, uh, uh, life is unfair for a lot of people, and I get that. Rachel, chill out. See you later, Ian. Do you want me to murder you? No, poor Okay, just because I, I, will, I, I will happily murder listeners, um, but it's, uh, it's going to be £50,000, Jerry. I'm just saying that now because there's a lot of legal risk involved. Lot of legal risk involved. Never got the money off social work. All right, nice one, man. Listen, don't be bummed, Jerry. Thank you very much for calling. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the oh, a big news coming up after midnight. After midnight, after the embargo is lifted. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
So, Catherine's left the show and she's being replaced by a bloke. There's the Umbongo news. Uh, the station was getting too feminine um, and too girly. And the um, uh, edict has come down from on high from Rebecca Brooks that the station was just getting is just just getting too feminine man there's too many chicks on here so um it's dicks out from now on uh Jeremy Carl starts at the weekend my good buddy Matty right Matt right Matthew right the right stuff good pal of mine is going to be on uh coming up later in the year and um, so the female sidekicks are on their way out, as and when their contracts uh, reach a conclusion where it's easy, where they just their contract is out, or it's, it's cheap enough to buy them out. Um, and Catherine made the mistake of taking two weeks off. Here's the thing, guys. In radio, you never take two weeks off. You take a week off. If you have to take any time off. I'm taking a week off next week. Catherine took two weeks off. That was a legal loophole. They got her out. So she's gone. I'd like to thank her and I wish her the very best of luck on whatever she decides to do now. Maybe she'll get into retail. I don't know. Um, something like that. Cookery. So I don't know. But I wish her the very best of luck. It's been a real pleasure um, showing her the ropes of the radio industry, the broadcasting industry, showing her... Um, exactly what it's like to work with a maverick and a genius. Um, And starting from Friday, we're going to introduce him Friday, then he'll be filling in for me next week. But we've got a guy coming into the studio. Not going to reveal his name, but a guy. we've got a guy in the studio on Friday. He's going to be the new sidekick, the new stand-in host when I go. He's a guy. He likes cars. He's into karate, and he plays PlayStation 4. And he's got VR for it. So this guy knows his shiz. So it's a great, it's an exciting time to um, be alive. It's an exciting time to, 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 to be working on talk radio with a great group of guys. And I mean that literally. Going to have a lot of fun with, uh, with Righty and uh, Kylie. Don't call him Kylie to his face. We call him the lie detector. We call him the lie detector. Jeremy Kyle. We've already got some bonding weekends booked up. Me, Eamon Holmes, um, Righty, and Kylie. Uh, some rock climbing events, uh, PlayStation tournaments. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it. We're going to a lappies. We're all going to a lappies. Me, Eamon Holmes, Righty, and, and Jeremy Kyle. We're all going to a lap dancing club to bond. Yeah, and do you know what? We're getting the notes from the management. They're paying for the private dances in a private booth. I, for one, cannot wait. It's going to be horny, not because they're there. It's going to be because of the because of the lady dancers. Um, but I'm not going to. I'll wait until I get home. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. It's a great time. Great time to be a listener. Um, and it is a great time to be listening to this, the late night alternative, Britain's most listened to late night phone in radio show. Fun times ahead of us. Um, speaking of guys, here's Mark. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm very, very well, Mark. Exciting times, exciting announcement. The future is here. Nice. Listen, don't talk too much about your sexual preferences. I want guy, what's his name, James or something, will come on and call you a paedophile again. Oh, that was that guy. Was, was it, I don't know who, what his name was. It's Simon oh. or something. He said it was a paedophile. What yes. a knobhead. 
Uh, all right, mate, don't call me a knobhead. You're on my radio no. show. No, sorry. Oh, him, Steve. What? Steve. Yeah, exactly. That bloke was knobhead. Yeah, right. you're right. Um, yeah. The reason I called you is a, a bit more of a somber tone. Okay. Um, <laughs> just that I called you about two or three months ago, and, uh, you know, I was a little bit worse for wear. Hang on, so you, bo- so you bored me? And now, what, you're coming back to bore me again? Yeah, pretty much, yeah, pretty much. A little bit worse for wear. And um, the thing is, is that I just want to kind of say to everybody that's suffering from a little bit of kind of depression, mental yeah. health. Yes. Um, just honestly. Man up! Man up! Pull your socks up! Stop being a snowflake! And get <laughs> on with it! There are people worse off than you! Get on with your life! What have you yeah. got to be sad about? Well, yeah, yeah, you could say that, but you know, it just uh, from my perspective, right? From a guy earning, I don't know, kind of half, just under half a million quid a year, high paid job, um, yeah, going through a divorce. Hey, man, I, I know, I know, you've been through it as well, right? I'm going through it, and I said yesterday, <laughs> man. I don't know if you heard. I said yesterday. I finally managed to kind of to, to work out. I feel like a failure, I feel, and I am a failure because I'm, I, I'm a failed husband because I, I couldn't no. make my. You I could no, but is I couldn't Ian. make my marriage work. That's a failure. <laughs> That's a failure. No, Ian, listen. Yes, there is. I have never felt so good huh? in my life yeah. as I have in the first kind of I don't know year of my divorce because uh, I suppose it's a bit for you as well that. You know, in that first instance, yeah. you can be you, yeah. and you can be you with your kids, yeah. and you can do what you want to do with your kids. Oh, Remember wait, me? Mark! Sorry. Right, hang on a minute. Right, Jesus. Let me know when we've got the delay back up. Can you guys let me know when the delay's back up? Mark, man, come on. That is the third F-bomb we've had tonight. What is it? Uh, uh, I'll put you back on in a second, Mark. Don't worry. I've just got to do this. Apologies to the people watching. You won't have heard that on the radio, guys, because I pressed the dump button. Although the dump button didn't light up. Did it dump? It did. Okay. The dump button doesn't light, light up anymore. Uh, but you would have heard that on YouTube. Apologies for that. Um, we, we like a, you know, it's a late night show. It's a guy's show. We like a little bit of, little bit of raunch, a little bit of blue language. But the F-bomb is not happening on this show okay go on mark you're back go on watch yourself hello yes sorry um all i'm saying is that you know when you when you get divorced you have the opportunity Mm. to just do what you want to do um and but i consider that a failure because because I well, entered no no hang on a minute because you, you know and every, here's the thing I don't you, you're trying to generalize I think and I don't think you can generalize that this because every situation every divorce is different but I did not mm. enter my marriage hoping that uh, ten years down the line uh, we would be living in separate houses and you know talking about money and stuff I, I, I hoped that we would grow old together and we would spend the rest of our lives together and that didn't mm-hmm. work that didn't work right. Um, okay. So, so, so yep. it, uh, uh, in that respect, I failed, and so I, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able yeah, to right. celebrate the failure Ian. of a marriage. Ian, so I agree with you, but 
if the failure is kind of like, like, like not your fault, so if if the break is not your fault, and I don't know the, your 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 circumstances, it's mainly my fault. It probably is. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But I can't. I cannot celebrate. Um, at the end of a love affair, I can't no, celebrate. Can't I can feel. Celebrate. I can feel relief. What you can do what you can do is embrace the opportunity to spend time with your children, um, doing things and experiencing things that you want to do. So, an example of that is is, is when I when I separated from my wife and she left, uh, I was left with the kids. Um, I was going on, like, bike rides with them. I was taking them on adventure trails. I was doing all the things I wanted to do with them that yes. I couldn't do when I was married. Just having fun and just, just experiencing things, you know? And it's, uh, you know, divorce is never good. Divorce is never good for kids, and divorce is never good for anybody. But if the divorce is forced on you and you're able to come out of divorce with, you know, being able to enjoy your kids and being able to do the things you never did before, yeah. then it's got to be a good thing. No, I don't see divorce as a good thing. I see that there are good aspects of it, and one has to um, make sure that you utilise those the, the 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 freedoms that come. But no, I don't. I don't see it as a good. I do not see it as a good no, thing. It, it, it's not a good thing. But you I just said it. You just said it's a good thing. It, you said it's a good thing. It's got to be a good thing. And I, and and when I disagree with it, now you're saying you don't think it's a good thing. If, if divorce is 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 kind of imposed on you. That's what I'm trying to say. But that's your it's situation. A... You're, you're, okay, you're telling me that your divorce was imposed on you. Okay, fine. Well, yeah. that's your situation. It's not my situation. Um, and it's and, and, and every situ- everyone's situation is different. Okay, so for you, it's a good thing. Okay, that's brilliant, man. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm really glad for you. For me, I don't think it is. Don't, you, can't, you can't put me... Oh. You can't fit no, my situation into your situation. And I think that's what you're no, trying to I, do. I, I, I agree. Um, you know, horses, courses, um, you know, for me, uh, you know, it was imposed upon me and I've made the best of a bad situation. Um, if you, if you choose to do it, it, it comes down, honestly, Ian, to the, the whole kind of guilt thing. So for instance, if you're, if you've cheated on your wife, and you get divorced because of it, and the the kids are separated because of it, then you kind of have this kind of guilt feeling of, like, I've caused the situation. Whereas, conversely, if you... If it's, if it's put on you because the other person's done something bad, then... Well, yeah, you keep going, that's your situation, yeah. I get that that's your situation. No, both situations. I mean, you know, it c- could be either. <clears throat> Okay. Um, but the reason I called... Yes. The reason I called um, is that, you know, after the whole kind of divorce and all this bits and pieces, um, you know, a lot of people find themselves in situations where after the divorce or after the court battles, everything, they find themselves in this kind of treadwater situation where 
they don't know, you know, what, what's up, what down, you know, where do I go from here? Um, and I was in that situation. I really was. And, um, you know, I, 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 thankfully my company helped me yeah. find the right help. And, uh, you know, I was able to access the right help and, and, and access the right therapists and, you know, move forward from that. And, and it's been absolutely amazing. Good. And I'm, I'm I pleased with you. I, I can't afford a therapist at the moment because all my money has been sunk into a house. So I've stopped my therapy. But, you know, that's 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 fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I'm just very thankful and lucky that my company pays for it. And, um, you know, it's I suppose. The reason I called up was to say that anybody that's been through divorce and come out to the side and is feeling a bit of like, almost like PST, you know, kind of post-traumatic stress syndrome, don't deny it, right? Just go and see somebody, go and get help, and uh, it really, really helps. Okay. All right. Nice one, Mark. Thank you very much. I'm glad it's all working out for you. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Then I get people sending me tweets, sending tweets to me. It's my name is at the start, saying, "Well, I think sometimes people rush into divorce. Why don't people work a bit harder?" You're going to say that that's not a judgment on my situation, but it, you, you sent that message to me so it can only be interpreted as a judgment on my situation get out get out of here guys you don't know nothing about the situation still i got a farm out of it although i had to shoot a cow in the head today in a post office of all places um um um, oh yeah more stories about Meghan markle's dad in the papers today um i swear to god he is going to be dead by christmas he will be dead by christmas and they'll make it look like either this is uh, i genuinely believe this right they will make it look like a suicide or that he died of a heart attack that's what they'll make it look like oh sad news Meghan markle's dad has uh killed himself today or Meghan Markle's dad has been found dead um, in his apartment. Um, looks like it was a heart attack. That's what it'll be. And Prince Philip will be running off, taking his gloves. I'm joking. But I do, I genuinely, I think they're going to bump him off. They can't. They can't allow him to keep on doing that. They can't. They can't. It's the royal family. Can't allow him to do it. What have I written here? Um, oh, this now every every um, this is a uh, this is a perennial. Every three months or so, you get a story about a woman breastfeeding, and people going, "Oh man, it's disgusting! You just can't do it in the toilet." And Nick Ferrari gets a boner, and they, they have text votes and polls and phone in. And here's the thing: let women breastfeed anywhere they want, right? You were a baby once, Dick. 
They can breastfeed wherever they want. What's more, no- do you want to have your lunch in the toilet, dirty boy? They can breastfeed wherever they want, for God's sake. There's, there is, the only thing more natural than breastfeeding is the thing that the other four people were doing outside Cardiff Castle, making babies. Let them make babies wherever they want. A new mother was reduced to tears after a cafe customer told her she and her mammary brigade, the mammary brigade, were putting her off her tea cake. <laughs> Would you like cream with that? Nikki Davis was relaxing with friends when she breastfed her hungry eight-week-old daughter in an Essex coffee shop. But the 32-year-old mother of little Dulcie became distressed when fellow diners scolded her for it with one woman making the tea cake remark and telling her to feed her baby in the toilet. Go and eat your tea cake in the toilet, you horrible old bat. I'm assuming it's an old person. The the mum from Lawford, that's not a place, who was with fellow new mothers she'd met at her National Childbirth Trust class. NCT, we call it said she later overheard the same lady mock her and her pals by labelling the Mammary Brigade. These these people are idiots, man. These people are idiots. Uh, She said, this was really distressing to hear and actually made me cry. I met two friends from my NCT class. We've all recently had babies. By the way, those NCT classes are weird. You get, we, we were with four other couples, five other couples, all lovely people. Anna, I occasionally still speak to on Twitter. We moved away from the area, so don't speak. They're all lovely people. Um, but it's people that you would never normally meet. So Anna tweets me from time to time. They had a very posh house, I remember that. First, first time I'd ever seen Apple TV was at her house. But that was when it was big, when it was a big box. Now it's like a little thing. And um, you kind of, I don't remember how many, we met in a, it was like a Royal British Legion we met or something. And it was cold. I remember that. It was really cold. It must have been November. Um, October, November. And um, you do like weird role plays where you like sit in a chair. You do, it's like being at school in a drama club. It's the strangest thing. Um, oh no, and, and Sarah, but, but, but my wife still keeps in touch with Sarah quite a lot, and, and her boy Arthur. They always get a bit embarrassed when they see me now because uh, divorced. So what are they going to what are they going to say to me? What are these guys going to say to me? We've all recently had babies, so wanted to meet up to support each other at the cafe. I then over I'm quoting this woman now. I then overheard a woman. Describe us as the Mammary Brigade and stated we were putting her off her tea cake. Get your tea cake and shove it up your jacksy! Shove that tea cake up your bum! Feeding a baby! She's feed. She's literally feeding the future of this... I bet that tea cake lady voted Brexit. She's feeding a baby that's going to have to try and unpick all of the damage you've done to this country, you Brexit bumming tea cake loving idiot. 
Miss Davis confronted the customer in Missley Place Cafe, but the woman refused to back down, adding that she found breastfeeding in public offensive. I just don't get it. I th- you know, sometimes I find myself, you know, you know when you do a thousand yard stare and you just sort of look in the distance and then you realise you're staring at a woman breastfeeding a baby and you kind of go, oh, yeah. And I, you know, sometimes I struggle with where to look. Of course you look in the eyes, but your brain doesn't always do that. You look in the eyes, but your brain wants to look down, but your head is going, don't look down, don't look down, don't look down. Ah. That's my problem. That's not their problem. Feed your babies wherever you want to feed your babies. Why is this even a thing? Miss Davis added that the incident has knocked her confidence as a new mum. I bet it has. She added, it really is difficult, which is why the UK has the lowest breastfeeding rates in the world. By the way, though, there are breastfeeding fascists because the first baby, our first baby, wouldn't latch on, as they say. And um, we were made to feel, my wife was made to feel um, like a bad mum because... Uh, she could the baby wouldn't breast just didn't want to didn't want to do it and no one said oh, by the way we'll just use a bottle it wasn't for ages someone said well why don't you use a bottle huh why don't you use a bottle what um uh peter taylor the owner of missley place park cafe said his customers were welcome to breastfeed as it's just a natural thing to do well done peter taylor it comes after a single mother, Sam Lucas, 33, was thrown out of the West End musical American Idiot at the Arts Theatre in central London for breastfeeding her 10-month-old daughter. What? Why would you take a baby to a, to a Green Day musical? If you're allowed to take a baby to a Green Day musical, then you're allowed to breastfeed it. But the question is, are you allowed to take a baby to a Green Day musical? That seems odd, doesn't it? Uh, another mother, Rosie Hughes, was left shocked after Costa Coffee staff allegedly told her to cover up while breastfeeding in Manchester. As it offended her. These people make me want to puke. I'm going to go and breastfeed them. Um, last 30 minutes of the show, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. 03444991000. We would be doing um, Skype, but I left my computer at home. This has never happened. This has never happened. I left my computer at home. I arrived uh, in town. And uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, Paul Young has told of how the impact of Gino De Campo's 1998 burglary. That's right. Yeah, he was burgled by Gino De Campo. Really hit home after he lost his wife, Stacey. Oh. Um, the TV chef raided the singer's house when he was 21, stealing items including his £4,000 guitar collection and a platinum disc for no parlay, I guess. I guess it was for no parlay. Great record. Great singer, Paul Young. While Paul got most of his stuff back, he never reco- recovered music with precious memories of Stacey. Oh, this is a sad story. Um, oh, and she died, look, and as he grieves for her following her death from brain cancer in January, oh, 
man, Paul Young, I'm sorry, man. The pain of losing them is especially keen. That's an interesting turn of phrase, isn't it? The pain of losing them is especially keen. Asked how he feels about Gino now, Paul said, It's hard to say, really. I've got mixed feelings about it. When Stacy went, there were certain bits of music I never got back. Let's say that, and that hurt me. Paul, 62. Paul Young is 62. Flipping heck. That's old, man. He's 17 years older than me. Whereas um, Reese Mogg is four years older than me. <clears throat> Paul 62 added of the robbery, I tried to keep a light-hearted attitude on that. He gets enough stick on social networking. He doesn't need my help as well. Gino 42 was arrested after his DNA was found on a cigarette butt at Paul's house in Mill Hill, London. He was jailed for two years. Paul, who recently appeared on This Morning, where Gino is a regular feature, has previously revealed the chef called to apologise for the raid ahead of his turn on I'm a Celebrity in 2009. I didn't phone anybody up before and apologise. I haven't robbed anybody. And the pop star who starts a tour next month has publicly stated he forgives Gino. He said maybe he needed his wrist slapping and he got that. He said he was in a terrible place and wanted to turn his life around. Paul, who married Stacey in 1987, said he is now trying to get used to his house feeling empty without her. Ah, oh, that's sad, man. On the prospect of dating again, he said maybe, but I can't even think about that now. Who would, who would ask a bloke whose wife died six months ago whether they're going to be dated why would you ask them that why would you ask them that what an insensitive question paul's 35 years of no parlay tour starts in september ah oh, that's sad man you gotta love a bit of paul young you always, i always felt that paul young's voice was was gonna crack we he would go high and just feel maybe it wasn't, you know, going to get to where it was going to go. I don't know. An elderly driver caused rail chaos when she turned onto the tracks at a level crossing. Now, this reminds me, my friend Scott yesterday tweeted a picture of, a, what do they call the canal boats? A barge, right? But on the back of the barge, welded to the barge, was a car. So it's like a barge, and on the back is a car. And it's well, it's like part of the barge. So what would that be for? That couldn't be for steering, could it? I can see it possibly powering it. You would hook up the engine to the steam paddle. I don't really know how barges work. Um, I'm guessing it's steam paddle technology. Um so it, I'm guessing the car is hooked up to the steam paddle that turns. I suppose you could steer with it on the old um, the flapper, the um, the flapper. I don't I don't know the any of these technical terms, but that's crazy. An elderly driver caused rail chaos when she turned onto the tracks at a level crossing. Mate, the Toyota driver came to a halt and was helped out of her car unharmed by emergency services. 
the incident shut a section of Newcastle's metro rail system for three hours while the car was removed. It had joined the tracks at uh, a crossing at Kingston Park Station, then headed west towards Bankfoot and the airport. Passerby Nathan Richardson tweeted on Monday evening, load of police cars at KP Station, a car has driven up. Well, who cares what... He's got a picture. And we've just read the story. We don't need to read Nathan Richardson's tweet, for crying out loud. Jeez, we've just read the, we've just read the story. You know how it works, man. Stupid. So I've got two bookcases now. I bought one was quite an expensive expensive one was re- you know one was like a hundred odd quid from ikea and i paid a man to come and build it I mean, they do this service ikea now would you like someone to come and build it for you huh desk in the bookcase would you like someone to come and build it for you yes 40 pounds okay but then I, i'm because i'm skint now and i can't i can't afford a therapist at the moment. i can't afford anything but i needed another bookcase so I bought one on eBay, £31. And then I got paid about £40 to, because I had to pick it up. I don't and and I, so I've now filled both bookcases. And I say filled. Every space, every horizontal space is filled. Every vertical space is filled. I've still got like four massive plastic boxes of books. What the hell am I going to do? I can't just throw... Well, I'm gonna, I'll have a clip. I'll, I'll go through them. And see if there's any books I don't want. But I kind of did that when I packed them. And also, I know that I will chuck books away. And then three years later, I go, well, where's that? I did it. I did it. Right. Ages ago. I was like, where's that Marvin Gaye biography? I fancy reading that again. I was looking for it. And I was looking for it. And I was looking for it. And then after about three hours, I remembered I'd taken it to a charity shop. Because I'd read it and thought, well, I'm never going to want to read that Marvin Gaye biography again. And I wanted to read it again a few years later. So, it's just, you know, life is hard, man. Life is hard. What are we going to do? A sci-fi fan. I hate sci-fi and I hate people who like sci-fi. Science fiction is, uh, sci-fi is short for science fiction. And people who like it are sad cases. A science fiction fan, when you go and watch a documentary or a historical, um, go and watch a film where someone goes back in time to history days. Don't watch, a, don't watch science fiction. Watch time travel. A science fiction fan felt out of this world when her boyfriend proposed 200 feet in the air with a specially designed crop circle. Thanks, Ashley. Ashley's listening. Ashley's not well. You get well. Varun Bannot told girlfriend Anisha Seth, I like the name Anisha, it's a good name, Anisha, that they would be going up in a helicopter to celebrate his birthday. But she was shocked when they flew over a cornfield in Cheshire with the message, Anisha, marry me? Varuna spent three months asking farmers for permission to pull the romantic stunt. 
The 28-year-old said she was absolutely stunned the pair celebrated with a picnic. People make me sick. Science fiction fans, they deserve everything they get. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There we go. I reckon if we get a wriggle on, we can finish this James Taylor book. I think we probably can. Hey, I went to this place today, this cafe near me, right? And I don't want to say the name of it because it, because uh, you'll know where my farm is, right? But um, actually, I don't know if we will finish it because it's quite a bit. But everything was served in a crepe. Everything was in crepes, right? Ev- everything. I wanted. I saw in the menu chili. It said chili. I was like, oh. So can I get the chili? She went, yeah. It comes in a crepe. I went, what? And it was. It was. It was chilli wrapped up in a little crepe. Am I saying crepe properly? Little crepe package. Everything came in crepes. It was weird. I mean, it was great. It was delicious. It's weird. I bought a lamp in a charity shop today. Didn't know that you could um, buy electrical goods in a charity shop. Bought a lamp for four quid. Felt very chuffed. Um, uh, before the, before the crisis with Ben, so Paul Paul Simon isn't in this book. James Taylor is still married to Carly Simon. Not for long. Um, Before the crisis with Ben, Carly Simon had recorded her Come Upstairs album, from which came the million-selling Jessie about a man she dreaded but needed coming back to her. In it, she admits, I've sunk so low, which seemed to say it it all about her marriage, though she denied it was. Now, in late autumn, with Ben's recovery going well, that's their son, she hit the road, sapped from the stress and down to £114. She was on stage in Pittsburgh when she suffered an attack of acute cramping brought on by premature menstruation, sorry guys, and collapsed in front of a gasping audience. Taken off stage, she began to hemorrhage and was rushed to a doctor, whereupon she cancelled the rest of the tour. Incurring lawsuits by promoters, she held firm and would not tour again for another decade. You're so vain. Mm. Taylor came off the road to be with her, during which time they recorded the Sesame Street album. That's a classic I've not picked up yet. But it's it's on my list of must-haves. It's on my list of must-stream from YouTubes. But she believed their son's ordeal had actually pushed him further away. Such was his natural tendency to run from personal travail, normally into the pit of heroin. Don't do drugs. Don't do the golden brown. Songs about heroin, guys. Golden brown, stranglers. Another song about heroin. There she goes by the Lars. There she goes, racing through my brain. Heroin. Um, Another song about heroin. Um, who read must oh heroin by the velvet underground um she also believed that walker was egging him on to leave her conspiring with trudy taylor who as many mothers no doubt would apparently blamed his son's famous wife for his deepening descent into drugs Sheila Weller quotes an unnamed associate of james who believed that truly eventually ruined all her kids marriages she couldn't help it i said unnamed wrong she loved her kids too much. She was married to... By the way, 0344 Call straight to air if you want. But I'm really digging this book. And I know you are as well. 
Trudy was going to do everything she could to save those kids of her. If so, if so, it must have given more bite to Taylor's Oedipal assumptions about his relationship with his mother. Fed up, they're arguing, making the children cry. Carly Simon told him to leave. In turn, Simon just as brazenly stepped out on him, first with recording engineer Scott Litt, then inveterate womanizer John Travolta! People around the vineyard would see Simon literally dancing on tabletops with the much younger Saturday Night Fever and Grease star. Trying to uncover any bedsheet or cemetery pot plot, Ian Halperin's biography of Taylor claimed that Simon was also reported to be having a tryst. Carly Simon was reported to be having a tryst with Pablo Picasso? Uh, which could only have happened had she been a necrophiliac. The artist died in 1973. Well, this is, well, this has taken a weird, uh, a weird um, turn, hasn't it? Just checking everyone on Twitter's uh, enjoying this. Good. Such help, of course. Was, oh no, sorry. Simon began some bizarre name dropping to the media as well. For example, when she ran into Woody Allen, uh, who lived next door in the vineyard with Mia Farrow, she told the press, "I'd give Woody just the tiniest little toot of cocaine." to give him that extra confidence to be a great conversationalist. Such help, of course, was exactly the opposite of the vigilantly anti-drug pose she struck with her husband and made her plaints about not doing drugs herself seem laugh-out-loud comical. Both tailors were living large. i got a caller. I'll, t- I'll, take the, I'll take the calls. I'll take the calls. Put it back. You, uh, okay. We lo- okay, we got you. Got, uh, we go. Yes, caller. What do you want? Yay, bottler. Both tailors were living large, making the vineyard scene hobnobbing with their own cliques. In America, they say cliques. And some people over here say cliques. And I really want to grab them by the shoulders and scream in their face that it's not cliques, it's cliques! Makes me so angry. It's not cliques, it's cliques. Get it right! Um, hey, look, someone's, um, just telling, sending me a tweet telling me to F off. Wowzers. I'm not going to block them. Oh, someone's having a go at me. Uh, oh, no, that's from ages ago. Um, uh, and within his crowd, Taylor's drinking had become as grave a problem as smack, something Simon hung on Belushi, who was seeing his career take a dive and, apparently needing to escape reality, constantly called Taylor to go carousing with him. Carousing? Carousing with him. As a result, Taylor acknowledged around that time, I don't have much moderation in my drinking. If I get intoxicated, I lose control. And I've sometimes made mistakes when I was too high that I deeply regret. I can get real sad thinking about things I've said to people and ways I've made people I love feel because I was so out of it. We should play a little bit of James Taylor in the background. That's what we'll... Um, hang on a keep the I keep the click on. I like, I like the click. What can I tell you? Let's get some James Taylor. I like the click. You don't normally have it this loud, but I clicked here. Here's some James Taylor. 
here we go. Here we go. Should be James Taylor. This is James Taylor. Should be James Taylor. Right. James Taylor in the back. This is nice. This is nice chill. No, tell Paul if he wants to go home. I'll do this all night. This isn't James Taylor. No, no, no. This is Jem. This is Jem. Sorry. This should be James Taylor. Is this James Taylor? That's not James Taylor. Is it? Is that James Taylor? No, that's not James Taylor. That's not James Taylor. James Taylor. No, that's def- that's definitely not James Taylor. There we go. Is this James Taylor? There we go. The guitar. That's the guitar. The guitar. The uh, the legendary guitar. Playing skills and vocal of um, uh, James Taylor. Let me turn up a little bit so we can. Really creating a vibe tonight, guys. Really creating a vibe. Um, uh, I've sometimes made mistakes when I was too high that I deeply regret. I can get real sad thinking about things I've said to people and ways I've made people I love feel because I was so out of it. Simon, meanwhile, let me play some Carly. I'm not. I'm not going to play Carly Simon. That'll take ages to find. I don't know if we've got any. Simon, meanwhile, not denying her adultery, was acting like a schoolgirl around Travolta, openly speaking of his magical way of knowing when I am in need. <sighs> Sexy. She actually thought she might divorce Taylor and marry Travolta. Well, hmm. I think we all know why that wouldn't work before the latter walked away. And though Taylor had no right to object, he nonetheless felt humiliated by Simon's public exhibitions. Now he had reason to say that she was a bad influence on the kids. Oh, yes, man! Um, And there was no reason why he should stop playing around. One night, he sauntered into the Manhattan nightclub tracks and announced... Jezebel kicked me out, so I'm up for grabs. Oh, goodness sakes. I nearly did an F-bomb then. For the the showbiz couple of the era, the glamour had long worn off. What were left were merely two broken people waiting for a merciful end. All during this unseemly soap opera, Taylor's work seemed almost an afterthought. Following the decent but too brief run of flag and up on the roof... Hang on a minute. To, um, oh, I haven't got up on the roof on here. I haven't got up on the roof on here. Can't play. Um, following this, but two brief round of flagging up on the roof. CBS chose not to release any other singles, and Taylor went on his way toward irregular albums and appearances. He made another on Saturday Night Live's 100th show on March the 15th. Six shows before the end of the original cast's run. Singing three duets with Paul Simon. Paul Simon is in the book. I take back what I said. Paul Simon is in the book. He's actually in this book. Uh, Kathy's Clown, Sunny Skies and Take Me to the Mardi Gras. His first post-70s album. Come in, Paul. Let me just finish this paragraph. 
His first, but sit there, I'm telling you, Michael, let me just finish this. His first post-70s album was still awaited, and when he got around to it in the early fall of 1980, it was more of a cudgel against Carly Simon. His title? Dad Loves His Work. A cheeky or just plain nasty riposte to what had been Simon's ultimatum to cut back on touring and spend more time at home. Those those rock stars, those cocaine and heroin fueled rock stars in the 70s and 80s, Paul. Curiously, though, hearing you read that reminded me that one of the many times my late Uncle Steve was in prison, he asked us and we got him in the cover. You weren't allowed records and you were allowed yeah. radios without shortwave, no, no cassettes. I know where you're going. And he wanted the cover of No Secrets. Because yeah. Because it's such a beautiful 70s. And she looks lovely on the cover, perfect 70s woman. Hang on, is that the one where she's wearing the basque and the boots? No, no, it's the one where she's just got, she's quite casual, where she's got a kind of shaped top and yeah. you can quite clearly see that her no bosom. No bra. What's the one? Because th- there's one where she's wearing just like a little black negligee. She's kneeling down and wearing black boots. No, that was a copy of Razzle from '84. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's a great. <laughs> I don't it's, think I've seen that one. It's, it's, I do love Carly Simons and James Taylor. I mean, what, uh, you know, what a voice. You t- hey, Fred West. Yes. It's on the show. Let me turn it off James Taylor. It seems slightly inappropriate. Now, I'm going to find this Carly Simon album cover to show you. But, um, yeah, I've, I've, well, that might be inappropriate as well if we talk yeah, about Fred yeah. West. My, one of the last things, the last time I saw my dad, he'd moved to Gloucester and we hadn't got, seen each other for years and he, was, he was, wasn't very well. So I went down and saw him and he had to go off and get a mobility scooter. And he said, right, Ian, while I go and get the scooter, if you go down there, you'll see uh, where Fred West used to live. Cromwell Road. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dad. Well, we've got a... Uh, Top filmmaker, producer, a guy called Paul Pender. He's in Edinburgh this week. Yeah. He's a Glaswegian, and I hadn't realised that Fred West spent some time in Glasgow. Yeah. He worked bizarrely as an ice cream man for Mr Whippy, and he killed somebody there for the first time that's on record. He ran over at speed a three-year-old boy. Wow. Who's believed he enticed into his ice cream van. He used to take his poor daughter Anne-Marie with him in a wooden box to make it look safe in the van and invite young women in. He also worked for one in an abattoir and had an allotment, and people there say the earth was always freshly yeah. turned. And he said to his two children, Anne-Marie and the son at one time, I did terrible things in Glasgow. It all started there. Yeah. When he was there, it coincided with a serial killing spree around the Barrowland ballroom of a man called, well, they're known as Bible John, mm. who used to talk to gold. So we're unpicking that rather grim, chilling mystery on the programme Have you tonight. read that one of the worst books I've ever read in my life? And I, I was halfway through it and thinking, oh, God, I wish I hadn't picked this up. Like, is it Happy Like Murder is the story about... I've seen it. I've never read it. No, I, I'm, I try not to get too into that because I think it gets into your head. If oh, you're mate, that is a that is a book that I would not recommend to anyone. It's horrendous. Playing Possum is the album cover. Okay, I'll Playing, look at that after the. You Google it. On we're a, also marking a remarkable 60th birthday. Um, we are crossing live to a Madonna boat party hey, in New York. She's 60 today, of course. Hey, of the big six zero for Meg. Oh, and I forgot to say that yesterday, Wednesday, yep. was the anniversary. Ringo tweeted it that uh, the anniversary right. of the day he was invited to join the Beatles. That's right, because we marked a couple of days before when uh, Pete oh, Best finally was told he was getting a tin tack, and <laughs> and he was performing with Rory Storm and the Hurricanes, and he had a three month contract, and he gave him three days' notice and walked out. And Rory apparently wasn't happy. So when you come crawling back on that avenue. <laughs> 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 no one comes out of the Pete Best Ringo Starr story particularly well. It was a, it was miserably done. That's Paul Ross on at one o'clock. Sorry, I've got it freezing in here, Paul. I forgot to turn it up a little bit. Uh, I will turn it up as I leave. As cold as Fred West's heart. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Haley. Back tonight at ten. Until then, ta ta. <laughs>